3: Following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast 1.
4: Walk in's Welcome is proud to welcome Jordan Harbinger to the show this week. Jordan is the host of the Jordan Harbinger Show podcast and we talked about the art of interviewing people, what sees him through the rough times he's experienced, his big picture vision of the future, and how he got his start as one of the first podcasters and a dating coach way back in 2006.
5: This is how my business evolved. Another guy said, hey, I don't really understand. I mean, I understand conceptually all these things that you're saying, but I really want to come see them in person. And I was like, well, I'm not going to have a stranger over to my house. Like, forget it. And he's like, I'll give you $10,000 if I can stay with you for two weeks. And I was like, here's my address. This guy who's like a street magician who was doing really well came to my house in New York where I was working on Wall Street and was like, I just want to kind of follow you
6: around in the evening.
4: To be sure you don't miss Jordan's episode, subscribe to Walk-In's Welcome on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.
6: Simply safe. If you have 30 minutes, you don't have to worry about break-ins ever again. That's how quick you can set up your security system. Just go to simplysafe.com slash Adam. Two Y's in there, simplysafe.com slash Adam. Get your customized system and a free security camera at simplysafe.com/ slash Adam. Well, this whole week is best of. I'm in Laguna Seca doing a car race. So, um, well, forget about the rest and relaxation, but uh, I'm going to have some fun, man, and an experience. So uh, we'll be back Tuesday, August 17th with our first new live show. Until then, enjoy some of the best stuff we've had. In the past, plus a little GEICO. Do you own, do you rent your home? Well, you do one or the other, and you work hard. Then there's your automotive policy. How about you get your bundle working when you take your automotive and you bundle it up with your homeowner's or your renter's insurance? It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around the house. So go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see just how much you could save and how easy it is to save when you go to Geico. That's geico.com and get your savings on. Yeah, get it on. Gotta get it on. No choice but to get it on. Welcome to the podcast and welcome back, ESPN Sports Guy Bill Simmons, everybody. I like what you've done to the studio. It looks nice, doesn't it? Yeah, it's
3: like you got, you got a Playboy and you got a Los Angeles Magazine and Esquire. I feel like I'm at the barbershop. I feel like I'm
6: waiting to get my hair cut. You know, the best part about that barbershop is I, I don't know if you guys, well, now they're bringing back the old school ones, but. My old barber he died, but he had the strap and the straight edge, and he had the foam dispenser mm. and not the foam dispenser where you put the can in and it heats the can, but the kind that makes its own foam, yeah. like from the forties cast out of a big chunk of aluminum and you'd put like soap in it and you'd plug it in, and he'd do the thing and it would come out on his hand and be hot it like it's like he just hot. got done beating off. <laughs> And he'd rub it on the back of my neck and then he'd take the belt out in the straight razor and you'd hear that... Oh. And it felt... It was like it was so nice on the back of the neck and then he'd dust you with the talcum. He didn't
3: whip the cream at you like Megs and Silence of the Lambs? No.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Jody Foster. By the way... I, I can like, smell you from here. It does... It is kind of... It's kind of weird like when you look at... Some of these movies like Silence of the Lambs has you know Jodie Foster in it. It's an it's FBI crime drama. Yeah. Everything's pretty straightforward. They're finding bodies. They have to catch him before he kills again. He abducts the senator's daughter, whatever it is. Yeah. Except for the part where the guy's in the stall next to hers. Next He's pen. beating off
3: and
7: flicks
6: <laughs> jizz that sticks to the side
3: of her face. Is that one of your top ten favorite jism scenes in, in movie history? It's top. Somebody had jism thro- thrown at them? It's, it's definitely my top 35. <laughs> you,
6: know what, you know what else I was thinking about speaking of jizz? Uh, I was just listening the other day to um, take a walk on the wild side. Yeah. yeah. And uh, notice that part where he's like... Uh, and she never lost her head even when she was given head said hey baby and it's like, that's all right but that's 19 what 75 yeah. like hello we we would bleep out like you couldn't say god damn it yeah like if you were doing a song back in the you know 70s and you said god damn they like the radio station would bleep out god damn it you, you couldn't you couldn't swear well what's it Jack How- and Diane
3: with John Cougar Mellencamp what was that one well, I don't know, She went down on him somewhere. That was always a little awkward. Captain Jack with Billy Joel had one where he was masturbating. Uh,
6: the other... Remember that one? Yeah, and there was... Uh, there's uh, always... Uh, what's his name from uh, Detroit, the Silver Bullet Rocker, who's Bob always... Bob Seger. Uh, Bob Seger's always talking about taking some chick out to the woods. Dry humping <laughs> her. Dry <laughs> humping her. She had points of her own. Wait, Sit I was <laughs> way up high. All right, we get it. But I'm just saying, she never lost her head, even when she was giving head... Like, you just think some program director would go, you know, I don't think we're allowed to say giving head. Like, yeah. you can subtly allude to things, and you can use a little, you know, you, you can use the English language and bend it a little, but this is giving head. They should have changed it to giving lead. Something. I yeah, mean, I mean, if, if little... Lou Reed was ever playing the Ed Sullivan show... Yeah, like, like Jim Morrison. There would have had to been some sort of modification of that.
3: I have a Silence of the Lambs follow-up Mig's question for you. Go ahead. Do you think they use fake jism or real jism? I because if Jodie Foster was a real actress, method actress, mm-hmm. she'd say no, no, I don't want the fake jism. And if this is the thing, if they, if they, if it was fake jism, where do I get some so I can throw it at my friends? <laughs> <laughs>
6: it's terrifying. <laughs> it is weird, and it's a, it's got to be. You know, it's like whenever they do throw up, they always just use pea soup. Yeah. and they mix it with like a little grape juice or something like that there must be some prop department jism thing where it's like two parts thousand island a little zesty ranch and some and you take some like Gerber strain peas or something and put it in there like there uh, like one one part vaseline yeah one part thousand island or or ranch dressing like there there has to be some sort of like I'm sure there's prop guys that have that. And Jonathan Demme, the guy who directed it, like mm-hmm. they gave him an early cut of the
3: stunt jism. He said,
6: "No, too watery. It's not sticking." <laughs> Speaking of uh, fake jism, yeah. Do you ever see those porn movies where they seem to have the fake jizz, where like it just, <laughs> it just like it just keeps going and going it's like
5: a fire hose or something? Yeah, it's really weird. And you're but like label it funny too, like you know, uh, maximum jizz in the face or outrageous yeah. amount of jizz in the face. And then
6: I guess, you know, look, we all we all have daughters. Let me just... I'll give you two scenarios. If, God forbid, your daughter ends up doing porn, <laughs> would you rather she do the kind of porn where she just tra- takes the straight Randy West as God intended jizz shot to the face or the super novelty new one where she's just being literally coated? Like, just like... Like 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 when there's a fire at the airport and they come out with the foam and just start spraying the foam all over the airplane. Like uh, now in one in one one hand it's fake, but it's still weird that she's literally being covered head ranch to dressing. head to toe with ranch dressing. On the other hand, the other stuff, the Randy West stuff, that's real, but she's only a teaspoon of it. I just can't
3: believe Donnie had an opinion on this. <laughs> <laughs> Donnie, such <laughs> a shocker Donnie, do you follow porn? all right, let me ask just you this. A let me ask you this I, by the way i I often play that game of and this would be a funny website worst possible porn titles that your daughter could have been on a box of oh <laughs> <Yeah>.
6: <laughs> well it's just horrible the the being i mean that this new fake porn where they where they just drenched the people in jism is a little i i don't know i' don't, i know there's a market for it. But then, once you find out it's fake, it kind of kind of ruins the How whole thing. How could you not know that 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 stuff is? As soon as you see it the first time, you're just like, what? The heck well, the this? thing the thing about the fake jism porn is you're with it for a while. Like like the guy's like, uh, okay, all right, here we go. Yeah, stand back, look out, stand look back. out. Here we go, and like the first salvo, you're like, hey, that's impressive. And then, and then the second one, you're like, "Wow!" But then the third one, you're like, "Wait a minute, <laughs> hold on, sums up here." And then by the eighth one, you're like, "All right, listen, you're insulting my intelligence now." If you would have stopped two courts earlier, I'd be with you on this, but you had to keep going. <laughs> all right. To be honest, I've I've seen these ones for a little while. They started out really, a little. I can't like, believe
5: it. <laughs> they start out, you know, with a big load, like, "Wow, that's impressive," but then, like a month or two later, all of a sudden, like. I guess they had they'd had shot that, and they just started bumping it up a little more. They're getting greedy. Yeah. Now yeah. they're doing the fire hose, you know, hit the runway and airplane. That yeah. would be
3: like, a fun... Like, would you ever meet somebody who's like, yeah, I patented a uh, fake sperm? Yeah, that's
6: movies me. Movies and porn. I didn't do the sperm itself. I did the pump system. <laughs> and, then and then it's weird for the dude, like, because the dude has to keep his hand in a certain place, and it, you know, I don't know if you have to have a fire marshal on hand now. Like, I don't know how, how it works. And then the like again. If you're the chick, if you're getting the fake goo, isn't that just is that bullet dodged for you? Like, look, I'm just getting covered in tap water and cornstarch. I mean, I'm fine. I think I'm gonna get fired. You can't get pink eye. You can't get pink eye from that, can you? All right, I'm just saying. Look, it's kind of like the adult version of Nickelodeon getting slimed. Yeah, it's like the Teen Choice Awards or whatever they have uh, over there. Yeah, the uh, Nickelodeon Awards. Adam, serious question for you. All right. All right. Okay, you know, wait, wait. a minute. I have one more. I have one. More. All right, go ahead. So, would you you have your daughter, does she either do that the real stuff or the fake stuff? And then and then here's the big question. I'll make it milder. Well,
3: I mean, my answer is obviously the fake stuff.
6: Okay, but she she could drown. Like they're it's fine. She could get but With that would be like it's ranch dressing. What happened to your daughter? She passed away. <laughs> what happened? She was so young. Uh she got fluid in her lungs. What she was drowned? Uh she was kind doing of weird fetish porn and, <laughs> and ended up inhaling some of this fake jizz. All right, what about this? Wait a second, I have a question for you. All right, go ahead. Simply safe. The simply safe founders, Chad and Eleanor Lawrence designed their first security system in their very own kitchen because their friends, well, their home was broken into and they couldn't find a good product to protect themselves. So like any great American, Chad and Eleanor said, we're going to do it ourselves. They've been making people feel safe with simply safe since uh, the moment they started 15 years ago, a passion to protect people drives every engineering detail and customer interaction. Simply Safe has highly trained security experts ready whenever you need them during a fire, burglary, medical emergency, or just setting up the system. My listeners save 20% and get your first month free when you sign up for interactive monitoring service. Visit SimplySafe.com/slash Adam to customize your system and start protecting your home and your family. That's simplysafe.com slash Adam. Frank Stallone, great to see you.
8: Great to see you, Adam. Love
6: me some Frank Stallone. Frank, I was talking to the boys. uh, They were telling me that uh, Far From Over somehow reached the shores of Australia. Yes. Recently, and a a, a panic broke out. That you're bigger in Australia than the Hoff is in Germany.
8: That's right. What happened? Actually, I was bigger that week than Justin Bieber. What happened? Well, I'll tell you what happened. There are two uh, DJs over there called Hamish and Andy. And in a country of 23 million people, they have 3 million listeners a day. So right. that would be like you having like 25 million listeners a day, which is insane. Yeah, okay? Right. So what happened is, I think it started as a goof. Uh, they <clears throat> said, we're going to be promote. We want to promote concerts. So they were going through songs, and all of a sudden they played Far From Over, which was my hit record from uh, Staying Alive.
7: Mm-hmm.
8: And then... Staying when, Alive is to follow up
7: to Saturday the Night Saturday Fever. Night Fever right.
8: starring Johnny
6: Travolta, right? There we go. Mm-hmm. Had this on my mix cassette when we used to shoot hoops at my old house, by there the way. There you, you go, know. man. You'll, you'll know. This is where I start pulling up from the threes.
8: So, <laughs> so so, they started playing the song. Yeah, they started playing and what happened, they started getting a phenomenal amount of feedback. Phenomenal amount of feedback. Who is that? This is a great song. People started working out to it. The Prime Minister was working out to it. It was just became the sing and they started playing it like three, four times an hour. Mm-hmm. And it, and all of a sudden, these websites were going up called the Frank Effect.
7: Mm-hmm. Sure. Get
8: Franked, and this, and right. that. And I said, this is... And all of a sudden, I started getting these things on Twitter, and people saying, it's become like a phenomena. I am mean, seriously, it's like a phenomena. Why did they not know about this song before this? Because they were all young people, like 18, 21, 22, not old people. I it mean, it's... Young people. Right. So what you're doing is you're introducing a song that
6: somebody missed that's still a good song. The great thing about song, which is, you know, songs which are so much better than things like produce, Mm -hmm. which is they can be brand new. All you need is a brand new. I mean, the song came out. What'd you say? 83. 83. But when my kids hear it for the first time in 2011, it came out in
8: 2011. Exactly. Exactly. So what happened is they kept playing it. And it just became this incredible thing. And I got to tell you something, Adam. I've been on stage my whole life. So all of a sudden, they start talking. People, oh, Twitter's, are you coming to Australia? I'm working out your song. They're going, Who, do, who's the other Stallone? I swear to God, this crazy stuff. Who's the other ah, yes, right? And I'm starting Jackie, to get... Jackie, your mom. Yeah, Jackie. So I'm starting to get really freaked out because, you know, at this point <laughs> in my career, it's not like, you know... Forward I'm, that
6: one to Sly.
8: Yeah, we'll forward that one to him. So anyway, <clears throat> little by little... And they they talked to someone. They said, do you think Frank would come over? And I said, well, I figure, you know, yeah. I, see, I, to me, I'm thinking of it as like a gig. If I'm going to fly over to Australia, i got to fly first class because I can't sit and coach from going from here to Nevada. I mean, I just yeah. can't. My back then take sure. it. Sure. So Richard Branson is on their show. Mm-hmm. And they're talking. He goes, well, what's this Frank effect, all this stuff going on? And they talk him into buying me and my band our tickets on Virgin Australia. Mm-hmm. So I've got like – it's like a $12,000 ticket. I'm First class to Australia. First class. It, that's the only way to go on that one. Right. Of course, especially if you don't have to pay for it. It's really good. Sure. So anyway, I get there. There's – it's like Beetle May. All these people at the airport. They're there at the airport. All these people at the airport. Then they said, oh, we also got a, a parade schedule for you. Sure. The concert sold out in four and a half minutes. Wow. <laughs> I, no, I swear to God, it sold out in four and a half minutes. And it was the largest web stream in Australian history. Wow. You no, know, it was really weird. I'm saying at my age. Now, you have to understand, as they were, you know, when I'm sitting in the station and all this is going on, all of a sudden I had like a, a panic attack, which I've never I, – I, I've started like – and I brought a Xanax. So I popped a Xanax in my mouth. I was like – could go through it. It was overwhelming to me because over here, you know, being compared to Sly and even though you've had hit records, you still, you know, get all that stuff. Over there – it was almost, it was like I was Paul McCartney or something. Sure. And I'm not used to it because I'm always used to going, yeah, but I really do play guitar and I can uh, uh, yeah. do, so, so yeah. it was like a whole different thing. It's like, gee, I wish it was like that here.
6: Yeah, is it a weird thing? I mean, I mean, the whole, obviously, the everything is sort of relative. If you're at a party and you're 6'1", you're the tallest guy in, in the room until a guy who's six 6'6 walks into the room, yeah, right. and then you don't feel so tall anymore. No. And you're the richest guy if you make hundred grand a year, and then some guy comes and makes a million dollars a year, yeah. and then you're not the rich one no, anymore. And you are uh, Grammy-nominated yeah. and sold many records and played many songs, yeah. except for your fucking brother, Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> and so you have to kind of live with that.
8: You have to live with it. I mean, the thing is, you know what, one... It, it kind of went in a few stages. Like when it first happened, remember I was making like 130 bucks a week, playing five nights a week, and mm-hmm. my bar band. Okay. And also,
6: you were the more famous of the Stallone brothers for a number of years. At
8: that point, yes, at that point. So what happened was, when the Rocky thing broke, I mean, you have to understand, we did it for 140 bucks. We didn't know anything about anything. Okay, we're sitting there playing in bowling alleys in Trenton, New Jersey, which you know about. We're, sure, you had relatives, didn't you? Have relatives? Yeah,
6: yeah. And, and and so, oh, uh, yeah, I was in Cherry Hill yeah. for a while.
8: So what happened was, little by little, so when the movie came out, it became so big. The movie only was out in three theaters, seriously. But the reviews were so big, just word of mouth, that all of a sudden it became a major release in the rest of this history. And here I am with a rock band. we're saying, well, people go, why did you do Dinah Shore? Why did you do Mike Douglas? Because we were playing bars. All of a sudden, you're getting asked to do major TV shows course you do it i didn't know when the when the movie stopped that we'd get thrown off our label get dropped from william mars everything it was just i we didn't we were just unsophisticated where
6: where's jackie we spot talking about mom dad is uh passed away no right? dad no, oh no. dad but dad dad the most virile man on the planet yes as we discussed
8: yes he is how old now 91
6: 91, and still going strong.
8: Well, my, And I have a 13-year-old brother, yeah.
6: Oh, that's the one. that That's why he says the most virile man on he the planet. He's the most virile man. He's a 91-year-old man.
9: Hold and, on. somewhere 48
6: years older than his wife. I just, Tony Randall just threw up in hell, by the yeah. way. He's a 91-year-old man with a third. Like, so, so if he was Jewish, the kid would have a bar mitzvah
8: right, right now. That's okay. right. With a 91-year-old father. Um, your mom is how old? I can't say that. If I ever said how old my mother was, she would literally never talk to
6: and, me. And and but she's still going strong. Oh yeah.
8: yeah, And now where's she living? She lives in Santa Monica. And my and, dad's in Florida. And
6: you now, how is her connection with? I, because it's a weird thing. You guys are a a, a tight knit Italian family, mm-hmm. a passionate group. Yes, I, I, would, I say. would say. And on one hand. You and Sly probably aren't as close as you could be as no, brothers. We, no, no.
8: Yeah, it always happens that way. It's, it happens that way. because other people get in the way.
6: Right. But your mom... I feel like your mom would want to say, "Listen, Frank, Sly, come on, what are you? Ta- come on, Thanksgiving or yeah. Christmas, come over. You're, we're eating, we're having, yeah, we're yeah. having pasta and yeah, yeah. gravy. Now you sit down, your brothers, you hug it out. Come on,
7: yeah.
8: We just did that. We hadn't spoken in a while, and I was just sitting there having some drinks in Beverly Hills with a friend of mine. I was a little lit up. Mm-hmm. I said, and I'm saying, you know, the holidays are coming. I said, this is ridiculous. So all of a sudden, I started looking for him. Someone said, oh, every time I turn around, someone would go. Hey, I just saw your brother. Hey, mm-hmm. I just saw. Your, it was like Harry Lyman, the third man. All mm-hmm. of a sudden, and I'm and I hadn't shaven like three weeks. And I had a hat over my head, so I looked like kind of like the the Fisher King. Sure. So all of a sudden, it's running after my brother, and he turns around. It's like he's like he didn't recognize me first. I go, how you doing?" He's yo, hey. And all of a sudden, it was like we just picked up from yesterday. Oh, so it's a got, brother thing, yeah.
6: So you guys cool now? Oh,
8: absolutely, yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
6: And yeah. what would he say? Like, if I said to him before this, if I said to him, you know, a year ago, what's up with Frank? Well, what do you think he would say?
8: He probably wouldn't say anything. He'd go, yeah, sorry.
6: But what if I got him drunk and said, what's up with Frank? They would probably go, ah, yeah, <laughs> And what if I gave him a Quailu and I asked him, what's up with Frank? <laughs> and what if I gave
8: him an Ether Rag and asked him, what's up with Frank? would <laughs> <laughs> be... Yeah. That's my point. That would be it, man. No, but I mean, the thing is... So, yeah, so everything's kind of kind of good on this thing. It's you know. Good? Yeah, man. I mean, you know, we're, at the end of the day, we're, we're still brothers and, uh, you know... Even though we, you know, I don't know if you have brothers, but you know, stuff happens. I have a, I have a sister, and I, and I you know, I, I know
6: that it's not. We didn't grow up in a tight knit knit yeah. family. We grew up in a sort of every man for themselves kind of Ours family. I was a little like
8: that sometimes. Everyone
6: just sort of flying their own directions. Yeah, 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 yeah. And my sister was out of the house at thirteen or fourteen. I, I was. She was out of the house at thirteen or. 14. Well, she essentially. She said, ah, I'm done with school around the ninth grade. I'm ready
8: to start a family. I'm yeah, 13. I'm, I'm yeah. moving
6: out. I'm getting a job at Bullock's with a fake <laughs> yeah, ID. Right. Yeah. And she just kind of, she's kind of out early and often. And I was kind of, everyone was just scattered. Yeah, yeah. So it was like, there wasn't that feeling of, you know, everyone sitting around holding hands yeah, and yeah, praying yeah. and doing all that and eating meals together and all that. So we didn't have, so you, you have to kind of work at it as yeah. an adult because you realize it's not naturally there now you guys had obstacles that you know my sister is not in show business Mm -hmm. if she was there might even be another but but the fact that she's you know a woman and i'm a man is probably a little bit different but the fact that you're both men and you're both just dripping with testosterone Mm -hmm. and you're both in show business is going to make this tough
8: yeah and i mean originally i was the only one in show business i mean he didn't really get into a little later i started with bands like when i was 13 14 so by the time Rocky came out, I've been playing in bars like 13, 14 years. So, but he he started a little. I guess he got more serious about acting later in college or when he got out, and then he did the whole scene in New York. And
6: stuff what like do, that. do you feel like <laughs> when he comes up? Uh, you know, when he comes out with the Expendables. Oh yeah. Do you feel like he should toss you a bone? Like, hey man, come up with a song or two for the soundtrack. Hmm. Well, uh, that would be nice. Yeah, I wouldn't mind. Uh, feel like why not? Yeah, you've, why you've not? You've done yeah. him right. Yeah, I can do that. You've do you've had a lot of success and you've done work for him and you've been nominated yep. for grammys you haven't mm-hmm. exactly been compensated for it as well as you could have been he's The studio has been compensated he's been doing pretty where's good my for royalties himself. all so these you,
8: guys sent their kids to ivy league schools on my publishing so yeah do you feel like they could toss you a little bone that way it would be nice once in a while i mean i could t- i mean if, if it was started if it was stayed pretty strong after staying alive at that point i probably would have been you know writing with some of the best writers in business and probably would, you know not have to work anymore.
6: What does it take? Like, what's a what's what's a day in the the life of Frank Stallone? And then and then and then we'll get back to Australia because okay. I want to hear the rest well, of the. Well, you know, story. I get
8: up pretty early in the morning. I go to the gym and try to stay stay in shape. It's almost like a fighter, like a like a journeyman fighter in the old days when you never know you're going to get a call. Hey, listen, we need you in Cleveland tomorrow, like in the old days. Sure, that, they were always in shape. They were right. never out of shape. So there's something like you know, I know Christmas coming, I'll put on a few pounds, but the thing is. You never know when you're going to get the call. Hey, Frank, listen. We want you for Dancing with Stars, which I'd love to do. And, Jesus. but You have haven't got a shade. call for that one no, yet. No, I called in. I got. I called in. I said, you know what? I think it would be kind of cool because, you know, I wrote the music, the sequel, the biggest musical in history, mm-hmm. Saturday Night Fever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it is a dance show, so I had that connection. I could either, I either dance my own stuff or whatever. Mm. Yeah, okay, we're going a different way. And then when I see who was on How the show. How do you call in? Well, I, my mother did it. My mother got so pissed off <laughs> Hold that on, she does she sound like Sly too. No, she's hello, <laughs> and she called a girl named Dina Katz. Oh, I know Dina Katz. Yeah, yeah. And she got on her. She goes, Wow, well, I want to know why, goddamn, my son's not on, uh huh, on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, Dina's one of the executive producers over there. And my mother just terrorized them. Really? No, she just terrorized him. And then she goes, Well, you should be on Celebrity Apprentice. So she called the casting guy. This is Jack. Your mom called him. Jesus Christ! I said my agents can't do shit. That's why I fire them all. They're idiots.
6: I asked my mom for a popsicle two summers ago. She told me to fuck off.
7: Yeah, right. I can't believe
6: your
8: mom's on the blower calling up. She was on the horn, man. She was on the horn, and
7: she called.
6: How would I know that?
8: That's my mom. You should call up as Sly. Yeah, Dean Sly. (laughs)
6: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then you say, put Frank put Frank on season nine, and I'll do season 10. That's the deal. Yeah, we're
8: dancing with style. we want Frankie on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'll come on the next year. We're butkus. i bring him back from the coffin. I'll bring his ashes on the show. And right, I dance on I'm like Saul
6: Absolutely, we'll do it in the old sweat outfit with the yeah. uh, knit cap on yeah. and the high high top PF Flyers. that'll yeah. be awesome. Short
8: boxing trunk. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. call in. Yeah.
7: So anyway, you know why
8: wouldn't they? Here is the whole thing about that show. You are, are you're telling me I couldn't do better than Jesse James on Celebrity Apprentice. Uh, le, listen, Come on, man. Here is the whole point. I am a natural. I am a street guy. am. It's hustler. not about doing better.
6: The thing is this. I don't when, really want to do the. When they show. well listen, uh. I can talk to Drew see if I can get you on this the rehab show, but no promises. <laughs> but here's yeah, I'll the
8: just deal. come on. What am I rehabbing from? Sliitis. Yeah. Hey Frank, how you doing? Yeah. Well,
6: let's say your punch. So it sounds
8: like I'm not. Yeah. Okay. I've got pugilistic dementia. Yeah.
7: But drunk now is I drunk. think
8: now I'm, I think I'm Rocky Balboa. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Frank, listen. Drew fuck off. Hey. <laughs> yeah.
6: About my prime, hater. eh? Uh, listen, Frank, you're not sly, and this is not a ring, and... Yeah, I'm about is to a- give
8: you a fucking beating. Well, really?
6: now, first off, I'm a man of science, and I'm wearing glasses.
10: Yeah, you could be
6: pugilistically demented. Okay, now, listen, I don't want to have to get security involved, but there are a number of large men of color wearing white suits that yeah, I'll bring in here and restrain you. I've fought guys of all colors. Okay, I'm just saying... The Look verbal- at Spider Rico, huh? <laughs> I'm, uh, you're not your brother... <laughs> Your name is Frank, and you play guitar. Oh, that's right. Yes. Uh, see there? Okay. Whoa, wow.
8: Jesus Christ. What happened? I, see, the
6: thing, the thing about Dancing with the Stars, half the time they do the season, they announce, you know, hey, season 11 of Dancing with the Stars, and you recognize five or six of the
8: names. And Michael then Bolton was classic. He was so pompous. He was horrible. Yes. It's like he had fucking Lyme's disease or something Where he's dancing, and he really got offended. But then they- I said, "You fucking are terrible, man." But it's- and the guy from Jersey Shore has got big feet; he's pigeon-toed. But the thing is, what's amazing about it is they actually think they've got like dancing chops. Mm. I mean, I would go on. I mean, I can dance. You I can re- dance. I know how to dance. I, I can mm-hmm. do splits on stuff. How would Sly say the situation? Uh, situation. <laughs>
7: Fucking wow, bad right. for a <laughs> Anyway, Yeah, he makes
8: us look bad. He makes us look fucking jamokes. <laughs> anyway, so, but the thing is, I see some people, half the people I didn't recognize, the black guy, I didn't know who he was. Well, but here's the whole thing. Not in your
6: demo. I mean, that's a Nickelodeon show. But here's the thing. Each year, they announce 12 people or so, mm-hmm. and five or six of them are. I need a description because I don't recognize their name. Exactly, And I say, in this town, name recognition is everything. When Absolutely. you're going through a thing and you're going, we have celebrities, if someone has to stop every second one and go, I don't know who that name is, yeah. then that ain't a celebrity. Yeah. By, by the definition
8: of celebrity. Absolutely. If I don't know who that is... It's not a celebrity. It's not a celebrity. So... Frank's Celebrity Apprentice. I don't know who a lot of these people are.
6: Frank Stallone. Love him or hate
8: him. You know the name, Frank Absolutely. Stallone. I think I thought they'd toss you on there just for that. Yeah, I thought so. And I think they would toss me on to think I would, because I'd be older and everyone. He, here's
6: the whole thing about Dancing with the Stars, I think. I think Dancing with the Stars is sort of like a hot chick, and if you go up and ask her out, she ain't interested. You have to sit around and pretend like she's not hot, and then eventually she'll come up to you. So you have to wait for Dina Katz to call you, and then you have to go, I don't know, I'm pretty big in Australia about now. I'm going to Perth to play a gig, to play a stadium. Yeah.
8: Uh, blow me <laughs> yeah
7: that's what no, i'm, so I'm saying. saying
8: so i'm saying the thing is then i was thinking about it, then i go then i was thinking about reality shows and i go do i really want everyone to know all my shit i mean really do you really want everyone to know like all your moves or what you do no i, mean, I don't think so i mean i think i've been able to survive because i'm like the secretive battalion even though i'm gregarious and loud and go out and talk but like with chicks, I'm like on the down, secretive man. I just yeah. try to keep it like you know. Facebook has totally fucked me up. I mean, I get busted constantly.
6: Yeah, because you're single.
8: Yeah, I'm done on In- Facebook. Yeah, and oh, I heard you were at a party that night because everyone's got a camera.
6: Right. They yeah. There's have, no
8: here. You hey, can't have a picture. A girl gives you a kiss. And said, I said, Facebook. no, you can't. It's yeah. impossible to cheat. No, you can't cheat anymore because you could really. I mean, everyone's got a phone with a camera. Yeah. You know. So, you know. Women keep. Phones where? Vagina? I don't know where to fucking sure. phones phones. You blink can, your yeah. eye and take a picture. Hey, how you doing there? Okay. No. Okay. Take right. It. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's really deadly. So, I mean, I give... I mean, Tiger Woods has no cheating chops at all. Right. None at all. I mean... Well, he did. He, he put together a couple <laughs> of years. Yeah. You know? But when you're... when Like, you have to have, like, the ho phone. Mm-hmm. You can't have a phone that goes to your wife. Right. Like, you don't text. When you're cheating, you don't text. I would texting love... Texting is not allowed. I'll tell you what I would love. Right? I There's would no text. I would on. love... A, I
6: love it, uh, this technology. Oh, my God. I love it. It's Orwellian the, when, worse than Orwell. I love this cheating thing where the wife does the, all right, if you're not cheating with her, then I'm going to get on the other line, and you call her right now, and i'm going to listen to this conversation and the guy goes i i'd love to call her right now but but the thing is but the the the, the one the, and if if he, if he doesn't pick up the phone and start dialing he's done, he's done. right there and everything it, there used to be this plausible deniability it's like i don't care how much lipstick your collar had you on it anyways. i don't care who said anything and the thing the beauty of women women want to believe and they're not that smart so back in the day back in the like and by the way when you really want to believe you know what i mean i mean women go to astrologers
8: no offense to your mind yeah, i know
6: but women go to astrologers all day long and they listen to these kooks and they do exactly what they tell them to scorpio do
8: scorpio is not your sign right part. right
6: right they know okay. exactly there's this so,
1: isn't retrograde that's right the, the
6: point is is if gina and i 20 years ago were married. And I and she found lipstick on the collar. She found a note. I mean, you were the the Uh, same. I was at an office party and someone slipped it into my pocket. What am I gonna do? Ask anybody? I don't care how many your friends. I don't care what you is without any concrete. Go down with the ship, man. And, And I just look you in the eye and I don't blink and I go. Is God, is my witness on the on on my son, on our son, on Jacob's life. I would never step you out do on you. do Michael Corleone. I would never step out on you. Michael, yeah, you look did right you the kill eye him? And you start crying. Yeah. You just start crying no. and we hug it out. And it's the end of that. But if there's a bunch of texts and emails with time stamps no, on them and them. pictures and stuff, it's done. I don't care how much
8: you want to believe, it's
6: over. You,
5: you can you could look at a girl and say, are you going to believe what you see or believe what I'm telling you?
8: Right. Kay. She'll say what I'm telling you. Here and it is. Kay, for, you're my wife. <laughs> i'll let you ask me once did you kill them? no i'll never ask me my business again
6: that's right I
8: and fuck I, out i, I feel like out. a guy with like frank stallone with with acting chops yeah he can look someone oh, in the eye without blinking i've had but i've i've been you know what at this point i'm single i'm not married so I, what can happen i don't give a shit i mean i get it all the time like and you know what next <laughs> and now all my friends go. They go. You've never. They, you've never been married. They go. Fuck. Are you lucky? I've never. I tell you seriously. What is. What is that? It's a dog. A fucking hedgehog. It anyway, looks like a rat. I know. It Does. Fucking. Yeah. It's fucking not a man's dog. Argentinian fruit bat. Yeah. But anyway, the <laughs> thing is though. I mean, people ask me all the time. I. They said. I mean, you've never been married, and the girls go like this.
7: Why don't you think of your mouth when someone?
8: Take care, I can fucking take care of myself. I'm 60. What the fuck are you 60? Go? You look amazing. Thank you, my brother. But nice. if I was married, I'd probably look 80. Yeah. Well, but, you'd be dead. But why do most guys, now, this is a manly, mm-hmm. Adam, you're a manly guy. <laughs> sure. Most guys, do you, when you ask, at the end of the day, how many guys do you think are really happily married? Well, I'll tell you what. First off, you, you don't, I don't want
6: to get you in trouble. All right. so, no, no, uh, you're, I'll you're, say this. I am happily married, but you don't hear from the happily married guys that that's much. That's right. <laughs> they're, okay. they're quiet. They're at home right now being whipped by giant pussy. Yeah, right. So they don't, <laughs> they, you don't hear about them. You hear right. about the divorces and yeah, all that yeah, kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. You don't hear about the other stuff. To me... there's no reason for marriage unless you're talking about family,
8: like unless you're talking about raising kids. And doing it the right way, not like the actress just had a child but will leave the father nameless. What
7: the fuck is that?
8: Right. I mean, I love these. Can you imagine if you got pregnant in the old days in the studio system, you're out. Yeah. No, they're we're
6: gonna get this I'm gonna get the, you know, sperm of David Crosby over there and I'm gonna put it in a turkey baster yeah. and I'm gonna raise and, it with and my give lesbian it to friend Yeah. No. <laughs> if you want to to me, it's about you, you make the decision, do you want kids? And you wanna do it don't don't the right even, way. You wanna do it the right way. So they to have me, a mother,
8: father, it's a whole con- In other words, we got married to have you. And we wanted the we, we wanted that creative family. Not like gee, you know, I'm pregnant. But I don't need him because I can do everything myself. Right. That's a bullshit. So now
6: you've never been married. No. So no, no kids. Yeah, I have one kid. You have one kid. Yeah, he's 15. 15. Yeah. And uh, almost as old as your dad's kid. That's true. By <laughs> the way, or a, actually, little, a little older than your Actually, dad's my kid.
8: father's kid is his uncle, and he's two years younger. That's pretty sick.
6: Oh, wow. Yeah. Sly's been married three times? Did you get invited to any of them?
7: Three
6: the two. Three. I think three. You got but invited this one, to one and a half of them? What, well, no, didn't go pot? to the
8: first marriage. Went to the second marriage uh-huh. to Gita. Gita, which, yeah, I was like stone. Brigitte, oh, Brigitte, just, yeah, I was yeah. just out of it. I didn't give a fuck. And Brigitte, boy, that that seemed like <sighs> it was cyborg. She was nice though. She was all right. But you must
6: have seen those two walking down the aisle, thinking this ain't going to make it. Another oh, I 10 I, I knew
8: it was like a flying boomerang. Yeah, yeah I mean, nice. she just seems I mean, insane. That wasn't going to happen. Right. And it caused a wedge between us. What you Why? Know? What was wrong with Brigitte? Uh, well, you know about women. I said, well, I know enough not to get married.
6: Right. Yeah, Brigitte. You no, know, that picture too doesn't tall. look
8: like Elvis. It looks like Chaz Palminteri. There's a picture of Elvis. Uh, it does. It looks like Chaz Palminteri in she. Oscar. She's too tall for him. Yeah, she's tall. Yeah, she's a really tall girl. But my, I think it was my choice, and I think what happens is it just kind of snowballed. In other words, I really wasn't looking... To get married because I, I just really wanted to do my thing, play my music. You know, I mean, I pr- I probably realistically had no self control around women anyway, so mm-hmm. I probably want a sucky husband anyway because right. no self control. You, you just knew. You, I mean, I'm like, like, gee, I really loved the band. You sang great last night. Boner. Yeah, that's it. Still gone. Age sixty. Oh yeah. Worse. Still going strong. I'm worse. 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 worse are you? Are you? Are you honestly saying
6: you're worse at sixty yes. than you were in your twenties? Because time's running out. So <laughs> oh, I'm gonna get all the gotta, stuff <laughs> I can get. You gotta. You gotta fuck everything that moves <laughs> right. before the big big sleep hits <laughs> you. It. Interesting. All right. So let's get back to Australia. Yeah. You're over there. It's overwhelming. Got laid there
8: too. So it was good.
6: Uh, oh really?
8: Oh absolutely. What the fuck? How bad of that trip could have been? Like, you're, all of a sudden, you're a national icon. You can't get laid.
6: Right. Yeah. But you,
8: but you could sit here and go to, like, you know. like You know what
6: Frank said when he orgasmed? That's American for jizz.
8: <laughs> That's it. <laughs> 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 now this kangaroo can't be tied down, bitch. Don't tie me down, spoke. <laughs> oh, well, I got to tell you, the women there are absolutely gorgeous. I love them. Gorgeous.
6: Oh, yeah. Because there's I, a I big, big, great. big,
8: big Italian population. Uh-huh. Big Italian population in Australia. And Greek. So and then you got the English. So you got these really beautiful people. And they're really nice people. I you know, the guys are, like, really tough. You know, rugby and shit. Mm-hmm. The big stri- but it was like, well, hello. Yeah, cheers. Right. Hey, hey. And, and so you go over there,
6: all and you're to- the belle of the ball, the toast of the town.
8: Yeah, but then I got, went into manic depression because I knew it was going to end. You know, I said, he- fuck. I said, why couldn't this be all year round, like most rock stars? Right,
6: and you were going to head back to LAX, and some guy from TMZ was going to knock you out of the way because Screech was getting off <laughs> exactly. a Southwest flight. A- exactly. Right. right, yeah.
8: Right. So the first class on the verge, it doesn't mean shit when you get to LAX, because now you're just you're- another... Pustule actor.
6: Sure. So, yeah. But but how many days? How long were you there for?
8: I was there for about a week.
6: There for a week.
8: Yeah. Oh, and, oh, that's the parade. And they're having
6: a parade for you. Yeah. And the biggest, geez, that's... Uh,
8: it is weird. And like, the billboard they had for me was a block, almost like a half a block long. Mm-hmm. One of those lit up bills that the billboards that mm-hmm. i talking about the Frank effect. I'm going... And you have to understand, it's very overwhelming. I mean, even when I hit records, you still get treated like shit. You never got treated this good. Right, and you know, and they put me on a show there, like, like it's, it's like, God, look at my brother, Frank, in and the a, middle, in a
6: convertible Mustang, heading down, heading down the street. That's yeah, me in the middle, it looks. has like. got a piper playing bagpipes in front of you. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, but his thing dress blew up. In his... <laughs> oh yeah, she's wearing a kilt, yeah. ball sack. Yeah, but <laughs> that's anyway, awesome. But, Must have been great for the band too, right? Oh,
8: they loved it. Yeah, they loved it. You know. But yeah, I don't want the band to like it, because then they want more money, because sure. they see what's happening. Sure, so just, sure. You know what?
6: Sure. Now, because of this, have the sales from far from over gone yeah. through the roof and yeah. on the continent?
8: I think so. There, there's the billboard right there. Yeah. The third one in the middle. All right, we'll, uh,
6: we'll blow that up and toss right it out on see, the- See, is that amazing? Uh, Adamcorolla.com, you can check that out. Look at that. Hey, speaking of me, I've been uh, telling everyone, and it's been very nice of you guys to keep my uh, audio book as uh, number three on iTunes, right behind President Bush and the Chronicles of Narnia. It's Chronicles of Narnia, President Bush, and then my book.
8: That's awesome, man. Which
6: is uh, absolutely awesome, and we thought we'd play you little snippets uh, each night for you guys to enjoy. Uh, This is one, I think, uh, a familiar rant about me complaining about uh, PSAs. Let's Check it out. Public service announcements, or as we call them in the biz, PSAs. When I was a kid, it was all Smokey the Bear talking about campfires and Woodsy Al talking about not littering. My kids can look forward to Fergie warning us about online predators and Zac Efron explaining the dangers of huffing copier toner. Radio and TV stations don't run these PSAs out of the goodness of their own hearts or because they're civic-minded. The FCC mandates that they run a certain number of them every year or they'll pull their license. We all make fun of the reefer madness type PSAs of yore, but how kind do you think history will be to the ones of today, like David Schwimmer telling you to talk to your kids? Little known piece of TV trivia, Schwimmer's character was the only one of the friends who actually had a kid. You just wouldn't know it because he never spoke to him. Dick Van Patten wasn't available or even the guy who played Joey you had to get the one friend who was a deadbeat dad he spent more time with the fucking monkey and by the way talk to your kids this is all you could come up with how fucking lazy can you be I used to just grunt at my kids and use semaphore but ever since the guy who ignored his kid on TV and who has no kids in real life told me to talk to mine Harvard here we come Thank you. Thank you very much. And again, thank you for uh, keeping it at the top of the charts over there. In, uh, That's iTunes. really
8: good. You know, I... I, I it's jumped... only six
6: and a half hours of that.
8: You know, I jumped up on iTunes 175 points in two days.
6: Because of the whole, whole uh, over. Australian the thing?
8: Effect. The Frank Effect. It, it's, it's uh, I got
6: to tell you... It's, it's it, like
8: a porn movie, The Frank Effect. <laughs> and then they have these posters called Get Franked. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I'll get you a sticker. It has my face on it. It says, Get Franked.
5: Would you ever consider moving to Australia since you're so embraced well, was,
8: there? You know, I was thinking about it, but I, 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 I'll tell you this. I, I'm planning on going back. The people are really nice, and it's very cool. It looks like San Francisco, Melbourne. It's very cool. Mm-hmm. It's very, very cool. It's uh, And the thing is, they're very civilized. There's no, not like the crime, the shit that we have. It's different. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they have fights at soccer matches or something once right, in a while. But I mean, well, it was
1: an island of prisoners, so I think they know how to behave now.
8: Yeah, <laughs> but it, yeah, let me be frank with you. This is <laughs> sacred. What? what the yeah, f-? Melbourne's musical landscape forever. Look at that. The Lord who?
2: Yep. Mayor Robert Doyle.
8: But what? But
6: wow. Frank, Lord Mayor Frank. Yeah. What if? What if you went back? Yeah. And you showed up, and you're like, where's my parade? And they're like, mate, we're on the Gordon Lightfoot now. Sorry, you're yesterday's <clears throat> news. It's <clears throat> well, the probably, Gordon effect.
8: Yeah, the Gordon effect. The Gordon corridor. <laughs> I point. think I would probably, Gold's, yeah, I'd probably, probably find me in the hotel, like, my head in an oven. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Stallone. Not sure if they have ovens in the hotel,
6: probably for that reason.
8: Like stick my face on a hot plate or well, something. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I think, uh, yeah, man, it would be like pretty <laughs> bad. But I think, you know what happened since we only went to Melbourne? We just well, got, got other cities. Oh there. yeah, you got Sydney, Queenstown, Queens, Perth. Yeah, 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 you got a lot of You'd places to go. Yeah. And that's what it would be. It would be a it would be like a, you know, like 10-day, 15-day thing. But what's nice about these people that you are welcome back every year. they are acts that you've never heard of that are huge over there that were big here years ago that you they've just gone away like, you <clears> know, <throat> know, like say like the fucking DeFranco family or something like Sure,
6: that. heartbeat it's a love beat. Yeah, it's
8: a love beat. Or
6: <laughs> you, guys you know, know that song? <laughs> You know that song, ball Brian, because that's before your time.
0: It was referenced in Reservoir Dogs, and I was obsessed with all things Tarantino back then. So I
6: knew check. there was a nerdish answer for this dilemma. Heartbeat, hey. it's a love beat, and when we meet, Gina, isn't, you don't know this. One? He running, I've never
8: heard this before. Isn't
6: he in Congress? Tony now? DeFranco and the DeFranco family, but I
8: think he's in like Congress or something. He's running for something. I don't know. Frank, it's Frank's job to keep keep a
6: hold of every guinea who's ever made 10 That's cents right. and figure out where That's they are right, right now. <laughs>
8: That's right. Here we go.
6: Turn it up. <laughs> it starts off with a sort of eclectic like the, groove. The, the
7: news is about to start.
6: Yeah, it does feel newsy. feels very local newsy. It dies like
8: from here down. Right. He was like 12. He was the Italian answer to Donny Osmond. Yeah.
6: There was there was Michael Jackson, Donnie Osmond, and Tony DeFranco.
8: And the Silvers. And the Silvers. God, yeah, how would like to be in a group with your sisters, dude. Oh my God. Like, who's that? His father on the end? Yeah. It's, it's like the lead real. singer in Quicksilver Messenger. Sir. Turn Beano. it up,
6: everyone dance. Hey.
7: hey.
8: And they had to wear the same outfits. Oh. oh my god. Like the people in the back are like too old to be in the band. Yeah. They always have the brother That's too old to be in the band It's like Jackie Jackson He's just too old And then there's the sister That's
6: too young So they give her the tambourine Or the hollowed out fish Well
5: there's one hot DeFranco In that picture And
6: it's none of the men Right And I think I think the lead guy Had a little Osmond in him Like a a retarded Osmond He looks totally like him Yeah Then you had the black version The Silvers Oh the Silvers Right They sung Heaven on
8: the 7th floor Yeah Or DeBarge And the Jets, they were good singers, but they were all like 300 pounds or like Samoans. Here's where I go
6: into the robot, by the way, just FYI when this comes up at a
8: party. Yeah. Featuring Tony DeFranco. Right. Do you think they actually hated him, the older brothers? I'm sure they would have
6: hated him even if they all worked in a quarry. But when he's but with in other the words features, here's the guy the, silvers, yeah.
8: the guy's got like phonically challenged in the back yeah got the afro he's too old right maybe it's his father
6: I don't know his his. there's one brother that looks like if Pete Sampras was raped by Horshack from the Sweathawks. <laughs> <laughs> that's a tough draw the crazy
8: Italian <laughs> hair but look at the look at the shirts and uh
6: oh, it's perfect. Yeah, and uh, by the way, none of these guys are playing on this song. It's no. the Wrecking Crew. No, no,
8: it's not the Wrecking Crew. <laughs> no, no, it's not the Wrecking Crew. The Silvers,
6: the a, Silvers man. with a Y. Yeah, I didn't know the Silver. The Silvers confusing. They're called the Silvers and they're black,
8: and that's a Jewish sounding name. Yeah, there's another group called the Poppy Family. I don't know if you remember them. Didn't, didn't remember them. They were the answer to the cow sills.
6: But I want some credit for pulling on you the... You did. He, um, having on the seventh floor by the... Who the hell was that again? You threw them out. You threw out the not Silvers. Not El Barge. Right before the, the Silvers. Jets. The, no, the Jets. Oh, my God. Who is that Eldebarge, group? The Barge.
8: The Silvers. The Poppy Family. That's the Poppy Family? Yeah, you got fucking... They were the cow sills. You got Sirhan Sirhan on the other end. You got... Did the Cow Sills sing Hair? No, yeah, they sang Hair, and they sang the park. I knew, I knew, I knew, I knew they could make me happy. Heaven on the... Who the fuck and was they the did, band? You threw oh, out the... Love American Style. Okay. And then, 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 the then the red, blue. And the picture love of Joanne Worley and with the beehive. And uh, so, Frank... Marjo's what, in the back. What well,
6: band did you toss out after we the We said that the Franco
8: family, then we said the Silvers, then we said... The barge. Then we said the jets.
6: Damn it! Who sung "Heaven on the Seventh Floor"? Now, now you're gonna have to figure it out. I Uh-oh. can't think of. uh can't think. I can't think God, of. Why band is the guy now. wearing it's freaking me out? Paul Nicholas. Paul Nicholas didn't sing that song. Come up with something better. It's a band. Heaven on the seventh floor. Pull that song up too. We're taking a little walk down memory lane. Frank, you guys should cover all these songs with your band.
8: I think I should. I think. I think save the Lance I think a heartbeat the thing that
6: I love about the DeFranco family is at some point at some no it's not Mighty Pope at some point the DeFrancos turned to each other in 1976 and said this is never gonna end
8: ever 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 I think he's like a congressman now or something Tony DeFranco yeah
1: yeah. Two two of these three pictures look like a special education group wanted to put on a talent show.
8: <laughs> exactly, it is special ed. You know what? But this is the sad thing. If you look at my first album cover with my group Valentine, yeah, we you know we thought we were fucking happening. Maybe. Find a picture of
6: Bernie Kozar circa nineteen eighty six, and I'll show you the missing DeFranco. <laughs> I will show Cozar. you. Find me, get rid of all these guys. Just leave the DeFranco on there. This guy on the left looks exactly like Kozar's first year in the league. He does. And now I'm going to go nuts if I don't figure out who sung Heaven on the seventh floor.
8: Not the five stairs. Though.
6: And that would have... You threw it out at some point. We'll have to check the tape. That would have been uh, probably 1977, maybe 1978. How anyway, about Odyssey. Be-
8: you're a native New Yorker. No, it was one too, gay girl. too yeah, old for girl me. Yeah, see, I wasn't into the chic, think, think, think. I hated that. Yeah. yeah, freak. No, right, I, sure. I didn't like. Yeah, no, I, I was no just disco.
6: Mm-hmm.
8: Oh my god! Wow. Oh my god!
6: <laughs> now look at Bernie Kosar and look at the DeFranco dude on the left.
8: That's the same. <laughs> it is. it's him? If you put his head on Bernie, Kosar. Brian, please get up. Please look at that.
6: Yeah. Nobody. I'm sure the guy's attacked on the streets all the time for uh, for uh, losing to Denver or Bert back, Con- in, uh, back in in Or Was it Burt Convy? Yeah, well, <laughs> Burt's been dead for a good 10 yeah, that's years. That's sure.
0: Biner's fault. <laughs> that's
6: true. But, you know, quarterback's the quarterback. You can't win the championship. All right. Now I need to know who's... Su- oh, the Silvers. Wait a minute. I wait, said already said that. they. They sung Heaven on the Seventh Floor? It, it
0: does. I looked yeah. it up. I also got Paul Nicholas.
8: But you got the Silvers.
0: No, I, I only got Paul Nicholas. I mean, I Googled it. Fuck, and it where's Leo cute.
8: Sayer when you need him?
7: When I
0: need,
6: need you, I just close, close my eyes. It's a song about beating off. Do <laughs> you think about it? When I need, need love. love. I just closed my eyes and I teeth need off right. Yeah. I never <laughs>
8: knew I need this much clean Because <laughs> it is on my new floor. Right. Hey. hey. Yeah. All right. I was but gonna try to insane. And and hmm. so the thing is, so so that's what's going on and you know I'm doing that TV show called The Smoking Gum presents Percoc- the World's Dumbest. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's on True TV. Well, let
6: me give you, let me give Frank a little uh, love before uh, we call the night. FrankStalone.com. You can find out where everything else. Yeah. Where, you, you Facebook, to, everything. You go to FrankStalone.com and that's going to lead you everywhere you need to yeah, go, right? Yeah,
8: Facebook, Twitter, yeah.
6: <clears throat> Frank, always at the light.
8: Yeah. Hey, let's talk about that knockout. Pretty good, huh?
6: Off the air. We're out of time. Okay. God love you. Frank Stallone, best guest ever. Gina Grad, nice job, sweetie. Thank feeding. you.
2: PrettyGoodPodcast.com.
6: Ultimate Ears. Oh, man, you use technology every day. We all do, right? Think about it. But uh, you rely on these devices. You kind of forget. What about the uh, earbuds, huh? Well, you can get the really good ones. You can pay thousands of dollars for the high-end custom-fit stuff. But uh, eh, you probably don't have the good ones. The ones you have cause your ears pain. They don't fit. They're not custom to you. UE fits true wireless, custom-fit earbuds from Ultimate Ears. It's premier sound, all-day comfort. The molding experience is so fast and so easy. It's a perfect fit, guaranteed, in just 60 seconds. They give you a kit, and what used to take all day, and you'd have to have a tech come out to the house, forget about it. Eight hours of continuous playback on a single charge, up to 20 hours, with the charging case, and if you don't love them as much as uh, everyone else does, as much as I do, they offer a 30-day money-back guarantee, plus free shipping, free returns, and a one-year guarantee. It's ultimate ears, right, Dawson? For a limited time, get 15% off your pair of UE Fits. True wireless earbuds at UE.com slash Fits.
5: Just use promo code Adam at checkout. That's 15% off with promo code Adam at UE.com slash
7: Fits.
6: Yeah. Welcome, Ricky Lindholm. Very easy on the eyes. Good to see you, sweetie. Oh,
4: thanks. Thanks for having me.
6: Yeah, you were here, and I wasn't here when you were right. here. That was the Dad confusion. Was here. That's right. All right, now we got it. Uh, just ten more minutes on Danny and his fucking dinosaur. <laughs> now, I, I've started to say this uh, during the break, but I, I saved it for the air. See, we get vet you know, and everyone says to me, well, who gives a shit? It's for kids. Come on. They're four. They're five. They're six years old. Who cares? Just, it, this is junk. This mm. is hackneyed junk. And so people go, well, so what? They're five-year-olds. It's So what? Well, they say you should play your kids classical music when they're in the womb or whatever, right? Why? They absorb art. Like, they absorb it. When, some, when there's quality, whether it's in the air, whether it's lead in the paint chips, or whether it's Mozart when you're in your second trimester, they absorb quality. A kid doesn't know why this is a piece of shit, but the kid knows it's a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the kid doesn't know why mommy and daddy aren't getting along, but they can feel right. it when mommy mm-hmm. and daddy aren't getting along. This book is a piece of shit, and the fact that you're doing it for a five-year-old and going, well, well they can't even read. So what? They don't know anything, but they can absorb shit. And this book is a piece of shit. And goddamn it, the guy went and fucking wrote another book. Like he wrote this piece of shit, and someone went, well, "You got to have another dinosaur book, in you don't, you,
1: Danny." <laughs> Thankfully, he had Mrs. Bryce's mice in the back of his pocket. Oh, in his back pocket. Yeah. Jesus
6: Christ! Like All right, Ricky. Good to see you, sweetie. Hi. Mm. Now, uh, Ricky, uh, yes. making it with Ricky Lindholm is the name of the podcast, available yes. on iTunes and the com, and uh, also one of the uh, members, oh, I, I, oh, yeah, Garfunkel and, and Oates, which I wasn't here when you guys did a little, and I think we have some music from that that maybe we can hear at some point. Oh, really? How did that, uh, and Million Dollar Baby.
4: Yeah, it's so funny they said that one. That was in, like, 2001 or something, but... No.
6: Now, were you the girlfriend?
4: I was Hilary Swank's white trash sister. I had like oh, four yeah. lines in that movie. It's funny yeah. that they put that down. I hated you. Yeah.
6: Yeah. You, you, yeah. Oh, wait. We have some music? Oh. oh we're going to hear some music. Mm-hmm.
11: Everyone knows marijuana's dangerous, and medical pot is really strong. That's why it's so hard in California to get your weed card unless something's really wrong. <laughs> To doctor. Yeah. It's a long shot, but i got to try. He hands me a list of all the ailments I can have to qualify. Can't believe what I am reading. This is just what I've been needing. <laughs> a government supply to get legally high. Weed card, it's what I need. Hardly ever okay. Always. But it's not an addiction. Because my doctor gave me a prescription.
6: Can you see this on YouTube? Like, you where do you see the video? Card.
4: Yeah, on YouTube. <laughs> it's,
11: <laughs>
6: it's a good... It's a really cool video.
4: Oh, thanks.
6: Yeah, you guys sound great.
4: Thank you. We were just recording right now.
6: All right, well, we're not going to be able to hear the whole song, but no. you were recording just tonight? Yeah. I just oh, came. really? Yeah,
4: I was recording in Glendale, and I drove down the street.
6: Can you tell us uh, something about the song?
4: Uh, yeah, we uh, recorded a Fucking song dinosaurs. called... dinosaurs? It's called Go-Kart Racing Accidentally Masturbating. Wow. So, based on a true story. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that happened to me in Utah.
6: Briggs and Strands got a little so, vibration going to it. Yeah,
4: it does. Mm-hmm. It's really... Yeah. Yeah. I think I was on, like, an old rickety go-kart that was particularly shaky, and mm-hmm. I just... I couldn't handle it.
6: Yeah. Yeah, well, there's a lot of, you know, there's that school bus syndrome
4: Mm
7: -hmm.
6: where you get that. I never rode the school bus, but there was it because I had the word school in it. But but that vibration of Mm -hmm. the school bus, a lot of women talk about that. A lot of guys get boners in that thing, Mm -hmm. too. Although guys get boners at any given week, day, morning, you know, when you're 14, between right. the time of 7.30 a.m. and 8.05. Anyway, there's a good chance that guy would get a, a boner. prime boner there's, window. In the back of a hearse, he'd probably get a boner.
0: Four 33.
6: Two. Right. Right. But you're saying uh, the uh, orgasm? Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> full it orgasm was,
4: yeah it was just it was too much for me. I, I tried to go really really slow and I and I went slow and then my partner Kate was zipping by me mm-hmm. and for some reason my thought was like well if she can do it I can do it mm-hmm. which I don't know why I assumed we had the same maybe she was also doing it we, no she's mm. I guess she's just not as sensitive as me really but, so I sped up and it was over she's uptight yeah I just pulled over and like hung my head in shame for the rest There's of the There's a go-kart
6: back there, you know. I have a go-kart <laughs> in my warehouse. Did you see it? No. We're like, hey, yeah.
4: <laughs> that was and, my only you know, time on a go-kart.
6: <laughs> sitting there smoking, yeah. Stear- yeah,
4: cigarette never. on the steering
6: wheel. <laughs> hey, sweetie. Penny for your thoughts. Uh, yeah. You never what? called. <laughs> hey, baby. I'm a rambling cart. See these wheels? They're meant for rolling. <laughs> Got
0: to go around the track one more time.
6: That's right. You
0: never called.
7: <laughs> ain't
6: up on cinder blocks, baby. Uh. I'm rolling. <laughs> You understand? I got many more orgasms to give.
7: Yep.
6: <laughs> yeah, so you didn't see, now do you think you might have a visceral reaction if I sh- showed I you the go-kart back I think I might.
4: There? I might have a flashback. Because
6: people have that kind of stuff with dogs, you know, where they go like, oh, and they go, well, I was bit, bit by a dog when I was I, young. I was you bit
4: know? in the face by a dog.
6: You were? Uh-huh, right there. Oh, I can see a little mark there. Yep. Yeah. I was
4: 16. 16? hmm
6: Tell us a story.
4: Uh, I was at a graduation party and I bent down to pet someone's dog and it bit me in the face. So, yeah, it was really weird. I'm not scared of dogs, but I'm scared of them, of noises when they just come out of nowhere.
6: What kind of dog was it?
4: A Siberian Husky.
6: Mm Mm-hmm. And was it weird having an orgasm for that too? Yeah,
4: it was so you bizarre. Hair trigger, baby.
6: I know. <laughs> Anything will set you off.
4: <laughs> Every time a dog barks, I'm like, ooh.
6: You know those huskies? Uh, they do that sometimes. Mm-hmm. there's A couple of breeds, and uh, there's always the people like have to defend the breed, like you know they do that thing where they're like, it's chows. Not the it's not about the chow. There's I know lots of chows that are like, and it's the same fucking thing with the terrorists. Like I, I know so it's a like good, upstanding Muslims, good, they're thing Except for they seem to be the ones who coincidentally yeah. like, blow shit up too. So right. the deal is, is I don't want my kid going to a house that has a chow, even though I'm sure your chow is fine. And if he's going to take a bike tour, let's do it somewhere in Europe and stay away from uh, the OPEC nations. That's all I'm saying. Like, let's stay away from the places where things are blowing up. And I know the chances are slim. And I know that most pit bulls don't do whatever they do but almost no labs bite people. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what I want to say. And I don't know, who are those people that always have to pick the breed or the type or the religion or the whatever that's doing the damage and go, not all chow. Okay, right. shut up, this dumb This dog fuck. had bit
4: two people before there me. There you go. And they brought it to a party.
6: Muslim. And didn't tell people door. to stay away. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. What do people, th- who brought it?
4: These people, I don't know. They were stupid.
6: God, and you have idiots. such a nice face. It was yeah. almost ruined by that dog.
4: It was bad for like a year. Really, I had like a crooked face. Really, yeah, and then stitches it went and everything. Yeah, Damn. yeah, I had twenty-seven stitches.
6: And did you have to get uh, all kinds of shots and everything?
4: Oh yeah, like they give me. I'm like resistant to Novocaine now because they give you so much Novocaine mm-hmm. in your face.
6: <laughs> and uh, you seem to you know pretty even keeled about it.
4: Yeah. Well, I mean, it was you know half my life ago.
6: What they do with the dog? Did they put it down? No.
4: Small town. It wasn't, you know, they're just like, don't kill the dog. We had a
6: neighbor that had a dog that was literally half dingo. Like it's color. (laughs) Here's the fur color. Blue. It, was blue. it was shiny and blue. It, it was fucking blue and greasy. It was a, you know what I'm talking about?
7: Yeah. Chupacabra.
6: No. Dog, dog's name was Moon. And this fucking dog would just hang out in the street in front of the house and just terrorize the fuck right. out of anybody. Any woman riding by on a bicycle or any kids or anything. And any goat, just,
0: it would suck it. Yes.
6: the Chupacabra. And they never fucking put it in the yard. And it was just like, eh that's our dog <laughs> i you have to be one of the I, what kind of colossal self-centered dick must you be to have a dog that has already bitten people and go Eh, but I want him here I want him at the party or I want him in front of the house and I literally I'd see like old women riding bikes and like swerving right. <laughs> and cars coming at them and stuff like yeah that's our dog
1: and how are you yourself not kind of afraid of your dog because dogs who do that will turn on you one day
6: or what Benefit is it to you to have your dog out front like just fucking harassing people? You know what I mean? Like, oh, your dog just yeah. bit a pretty blonde chick. Oh, that's awesome! You're gonna make a million off of that.
1: It's like keeping a boat in your driveway. Yeah. Well, instead of a boat, it's furry. Furry boat. And it bites people. For Good a name
6: furry for boat. A's V. <laughs> all right, Ricky. I'm so Thank sorry you. what that dog did to you. Oh, that's all right. But you know what? It barely shows now.
4: I know. I'm fine about it.
6: Yeah, yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. And million dollar baby. Yep. i got to say, I enjoyed the movie, but your part bothered me.
4: I know. I couldn't
6: stand your family. such an asshole. They were such dicks to her. I do know the why they being such assholes I don't to know. her. It I was don't the only know. part of the movie where I was like, why are you being such a bitch to her? She bought you a new house.
4: I know, and she's a paraplegic.
6: And the mom is like, you bought a new house? Well, there's no fridge! <laughs> and I'm like, shut up, cunt. Oh, she just oh bought you a house. <laughs> And the whole movie was good, except for... Well, yeah, except for part, us.
7: You know. She
4: just won the Emmy last week. Margot Martindale.
6: Was that her? Yeah, Ooh! that's her. Yeah, Take we both did really that. good. That makes yeah. me angry. <laughs> it was a good script. I don't know what the fuck... Uh, Clint is thinking, and that it was the only part where it was that and the retarded guy at the gym, where he's yeah. like looking at frozen water, and he's going, "How's what's water come out of this bottle? How does it get in here if it's showing a shape like a bottle? And it's like, <laughs> it why like is that? The they don't let retarded guys box in gyms? Don't they? <laughs> no. I mean, oh. eventually they all become retarded, but right. that guy... That guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Sorry you're uh, paralyzed, sweetie, but you did deserve it. This, you do say protect yourself at all times. Anyway, let me put this bick in your mouth. Go ahead, and sign away all your access. <laughs> That's the only part that bothered me. Yeah. I know this is uncomfortable. No, I shouldn't really be doing mean. this.
4: No, I was excited to be in it. It was the first thing I was ever in, and it it's won an Oscar. It's a huge
6: movie, and it shouldn't have won Oscar only because of that part.
4: Yeah. It bothered <laughs> uh, me. I ruined the movie. Aww. No, not
6: you. It was the mom. Yeah, They didn't need to have a mom who was a cunt. No. She could have just been standoffish.
4: Yeah, but it's fun. It's did fun you me ever mean.
1: pull Clint aside and ask why the cunt mom?
4: No. No. I was too scared. It was my first thing ever, so I just stood there and then said my line and then I left. You only do one take, so I was on oh, set for like one two hours. Yeah. Oh,
6: really? was it? Mm-hmm. God, first movie and that's the fucking movie you're mm-hmm. in.
4: I know, right?
6: <laughs> yeah. Was,
4: I, I met Clint. He came to see a play I was in and I met him in the lobby. That's how I got the movie. Oh, Oh
6: wait,
4: how oh, does that wait work? Wait a second, though. let
6: me explain how that works. Oh okay. no. You ever see what uh, Sandra Locke looked like when she was twenty six?
1: Yes, <gasps> and,
7: But
6: no. no. All right. Pull up uh, Sandra Locke uh, age age 26. five, twenty six. Don't, don't know, know who that Sandra is? Locke. Um, I know. She's an actress that Clint Eastwood was married to oh. many years ago. Oh. And when you pull up a picture of her, pretty sure her name oh. was Sandra Locke. Oh. You get a pretty good idea why Clint took a shine into you. Huh, yeah.
4: Sweet. We both have the big eyes.
0: They're and- saying Ricky has type. You can wow. find a
6: you'll find a picture of Sandra Locke that looks even more Ricky-esque. Her hair <laughs> sort of you'll see there'll be a longer and her hair will be fair colored, but you'll find a Sandra Locke color that looks like Ricky.
4: Wow. He, what was she in? With him,
6: she, Clint was well, in he was her. In, yeah, yeah <laughs> thank yeah. you. Beat you that one. I'm sure uh, she's a fine actress that Clint was fucking, who we wouldn't have heard of. This got to be the worst movie? thing ever. First, I'm attacking the movie. I'm like, hey. Clint wanted to fuck <laughs> you in that lobby. You thought it was hey, acting?
4: whatever. I got the part. But so, but so,
1: really though, you meet him in the lobby, mm-hmm. and then how does that translate into a part, though? So
4: then, like four months later, uh, I got a call from his casting director and said he wants you to audition for this, and I did. Yeah. And then, like three months after that, I got the part.
6: Clint's been beating I mean thinking about you a lot.
4: <laughs> Did anyone marry anyone who looks vaguely like me? I need <laughs> yeah, to you them. could
6: you mm. could get a you could get a gig.
0: Teresa Strasser's
6: husband. Yeah. We could find Yeah, uh, <laughs> we could find a well there's uh, oh, wow. Sandy Locke oh, look even more m- more like you. Yeah. Wow. And, well obviously here's the deal. Fellas have types. Mm-hmm. Clint, I mean, not fellas. The entire world likes tall, thin blondes. I mean, that's 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 good that you have that kind of pizza-esque universal appeal. Even the dogs, evidently. Yeah, I trying guess Trying so, to make sweet yeah. love to your face with its canines. But... Um, you know, guys have types, and uh, it was probably a few years since he'd been with Sandy because yeah. he'd moved on to like the Telemundo reporter or something out there in Santa Barbara, where it's uh, Montecito, where he's living over there. Carmel. And, Carmel. Don't ever correct me on there. <laughs> and so he went for a totally different type. Right. But hey, there's always awesome. that part of you that goes, you know what? And then he saw Ricky and he's like, hey.
4: She looks familiar. Why is my dick moving? <laughs>
6: It's a very sad play. Why yeah. is my dick moving? And then I thought, and oh, why is my it But it must have done, hey. done a pretty damn good job of the play.
4: If you're right, I don't care. I don't care why I got a part. Oh, I'm, I'm just right. like, yeah.
6: Um, <laughs> no one ever told it. I played <laughs> no Condoleezza the-
4: Rice in the play.
0: Really? Yeah.
4: It was a Commedia dell'arte play. It was, like you're wearing like little mask, and I was Condoleezza Rice. How so. did
0: how you com- were in blackface?
4: No. Oh. I was how- in a Commedia mask.
6: How come? How come? Clint Eastwood was at your play?
4: Because Tim Robbins wrote and directed it and mm-hmm. it was like when he did that movie with Tim Robbins. Oh. Uh, what was it? Mystic River.
6: God damn. Yeah. That would never happen to me. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. See, all the good karma from being bit in the face by that dog, you know? It's yeah. all coming back. You I know, know what I mean? Right? Like you paid. Yeah. You paid when you were 17, 16, mm-hmm. 17, and now Clint Eastwood's out there.
4: Yeah, and now it's just pouring back the other way.
6: Yeah. Ever okay. call you Sandy on the set? And- no. Okay,
4: I would have been like, I would have said, "Okay, what? Where do I go?"
6: I think she was in uh, all those uh, "Every Which Way But Loose" movies or something. Mm. Mm-hmm. I wonder uh, the, what
1: she's doing now.
6: Uh, mm-hmm. Not not a whole lot, but or not that I'm a, not that I'm aware of. But uh, I wonder if Clint even knew that.
4: I don't know. He put me in Changeling too.
6: Mmm. Yeah, he put her in Cry Misty for me too. <laughs> so, God damn it, I wish I looked like Sandra. <laughs> right. Would have been awesome. Well, obviously, you can act.
4: <laughs> well, it's debatable, but yeah, he thinks so.
6: <laughs> this is the most insulting <laughs> interview anyone's ever done with you. I'm I don't sure. know why
1: I don't feel insulted. You shouldn't. I mean, I don't why not the it most that- insulting interview you've done?
6: No, I've done more insulting yeah. interviews. Oh, there's no No, look, look nobody's going to, look, Clint Eastwood, he's horny, but he's no idiot. No, he's not gonna. He's not gonna put you in a movie if you don't have acting chops. No. the
4: most insulting interview. Kate and I did an interview. My my partner in Garfunkel notes, and he said, "What if um, Kate becomes really famous and then leaves? Then what would you do?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Who asked that?" That was his opening question. We're like, "I don't know. I guess we'd break up. I don't know."
6: Really? Yeah. That's bullshit. Yeah. I would never ask and, that.
4: No. Okay, wait. No. Dumb
1: question. What does she do where she's going to all of a sudden become really famous?
4: She's an actress, too. Okay.
6: Yeah, but she so doesn't it could have look been like you Sandra. She becomes really
4: famous. Right, exactly. That's why it was in Yeah, she's weird. You're doing the Clint Eastwood movies. I know. She's on Raising Hope, though.
6: Nah, no one watches that bullshit.
4: Yeah.
6: <laughs> all right. <You> <laughs> People
4: take- who go to airports watch it. She gets stopped oh, in airports all the time. Really? Mm hmm. In the middle of the country.
6: Yeah she does she's got big eyes yes she looks like uh anime. yeah she
4: I does I there's a lot
6: of Japanese guys want to fuck her <laughs> is that true
4: yeah well a lot of like older guys
6: like Clint Eastman. yeah <laughs> a lot of old Japanese guys or just older just guys just
4: older guys a lot of
6: you know why
4: because she looks 12
7: yeah, yeah.
6: I mean oh
4: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know we we have a theory that guys like think they can get her because she's sort of you know kind of off she's pretty but she's kind of off and so people somehow yeah. she's think she's more accessible yeah yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, the strangest, strangest guys hit on her, the grossest guys.
6: Yeah, you're (laughs) tall and blonde and you're beautiful and you have the big blue eyes and people are like, well, that's Mm -hmm. not going to work with this little one. Yeah.
4: Kate's like, damn it.
6: Yeah. No, no, but it's not a, it's not a, it's not like a sloppy second thing. It's like, I'm going to be realistic. See, guys do that thing where they go... I bet this one doesn't get as much attention, so I'm going to... Totally. See, if there's a chick who's smart, they'll they'll go, I'll tell her she's beautiful. And if there's a beautiful chick, they'll go, I'll tell her she's smart. Mm-hmm. And that's their that's their angle.
4: And she seems nicer on stage. I'm kind of the meaner one of the two of us uh-huh. on stage. But then so.
6: off stage, you're sweet and she's a bitch?
4: Well, no, but <laughs> <A little bit.
6: laughs>
4: I'm nice off stage.
6: Oh, okay. All right. Kind how's, of. It, how's it going? Are you seeing anybody? No. What's
4: up? No. I got dumped in April, and I'm still like...
6: Really? Chilling.
4: Yeah, I, I know I need to start dating. But who would
6: dump you? Why would they do that? I don't
4: know. You should ask him.
6: Mm. I know. He must have. He must have something going on.
4: I guess. I don't know.
6: I mean, I know. I don't mean with another woman, although that too. But yeah, what I'm saying probably. is, it <laughs> some kind of producer, or something. No, he's good, a lawyer. good looking. lawyer. Mm-hmm. No, lawyers are most...
1: What kind of lawyers? Lawyers are mostly for
6: douchebags for yeah. banks. Yeah, that it, it attracts people that are soulless.
4: Really? Yeah.
6: yeah. Why were you we with him?
4: I don't know. He was sweet,
6: cute. Yeah. Good looking. Yeah. yeah. All right.
4: He was cute and he was really nice and we had fun together.
6: And he dumped you.
4: Yeah. He wasn't that nice. Probably.
6: No. I
7: know, right? Is yeah.
6: this a parental thing? Cause sometimes lawyers have like intrusive parents, you know, that are like, "Why are you with her? She sings about having uh, uh, orgasms on mini Ooh, bikes, take like on- her go
4: karting." Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
6: Certainly oh, I not. hope not.
4: I never even thought of that.
6: Did you meet his parents? Yeah. What were they like? They
4: were really nice.
6: Judgmental?
4: No. <laughs> no, they were fun. Uh, oh, it's shit. They're, they're Puerto I Rican. Two-faced.
0: Yeah. They mm. live in Puerto Rico and uh, fun. Ooh, uh, oh, is that... Huh?
4: Ex- a- expats?
6: <laughs> Dad, so if you live in Puerto Rico, you're either super rich or super poor.
4: Yeah, it's right. <laughs> Mostly
6: super poor.
1: It's the rich man, poor man location. But then this is yeah. the one
6: that had the many, many acres, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> This is the rich Puerto Rican guy. Yeah, yeah. They, everyone complains about us and our sort of distribution of wealth. What about all these other fucking countries? You have people living in truck tires, and then ones that I I can't see the end of my land. You yeah. know what I mean? Super. super I have mean, a sugarcane. We make rum and sugarcane. We've been making the family. What the fuck do all these other countries do? Why is it when it was at us and go, hey, that one guy drives a Mercedes and the other guy drives a Toyota? We got re- re- to right. redistrib- redistribute this wealth. Like this one guy has five TVs, the other guy only has three. TV's. These other <laughs> guys live in corrugated tin sheds with sewage just running down the fucking center of town. I mean, isn't that how all societies work?
1: I, have you I been to South
4: Africa? pretend to have equality. like yeah. to get out there. Have you been to South Africa? No. It's like Tin huts everywhere in like the shanty.
6: Well, why doesn't Bono get over there or Bono get over there and get him to Both read yeah. fucking <laughs> Michael Moore and get him to just spread the wealth around, yeah.
4: man? I don't know.
6: Let's get some of those rich black folk to kick down some money the folks living in the shanty towns. Mm-hmm. Why are you focusing on us? Laura
1: Logan is from South Africa and she can't handle the whole South Africa situation alone.
6: Yeah, no shit. Especially
1: not now.
6: Where the hell were we? Oh, anyway, so
0: single. Yeah. Yep. No, that totally doesn't single. seem right.
4: Really? I know. I need to like get back on the. Have you dated at all since April? No.
0: Got to get back on that go kart. I know, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. That's why. I,
4: that's why I needed the go kart because mm-hmm. it'd mm-hmm. been too long. <laughs> mm-hmm.
6: So is it now? Do you think guys are freaked out because you have a sense of humor and you, you know?
4: I have no intimidate them. I have no self. I have no concept of what other people think of me. I really, really? don't. I have no idea. I, don't, I like that. I really don't. That's I've, good. I never know what to expect, and like sometimes when I would date guys and they'd come to our show, a lot of them didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Cuz they don't like girls. They say who are that? funny. Or I had one that actually told me that.
7: Really? He was
4: like, "You're funny and I don't like I like to be the funny one." And
7: R- I like yeah. to be the funny one. Yeah. Was he, he a I lawyer? I couldn't
4: believe as he actually well? told me no. Was he a comedian? No.
6: He likes to be the funny one. He's not a
4: comedian. Is <laughs> he involved yeah. in anything where being <laughs> funny would help him? No. Huh. Wow! No, he's like, he said that. Yeah, he did. Which I couldn't believe he was so honest. We wrote a song about it because it was like, why would you tell me that? Most people would just be like, I'm busy or whatever. But
6: yeah, uh, no, wait a
4: second. <laughs> no, he <laughs> told me. Second.
6: He likes to be he the saw honest. You- it's kind of nice that he's he honest. Do time, a- I know. Now you know. He saw you do a show. Yeah, and then after the show. He was and Ricky is I don't know five eleven and blonde and big blue eyes and just just beautiful like I, I don't know what and it seems to have a, a you know I'm sure there's a dark side but at least seems to have a perfect beautiful bubbly funny talented oh, personality and has b- been in Clint Eastwood <laughs> movies no but I mean what kind of fucking guy when I mean here's what I'm saying All right.
4: I have long believed that there are guys. men like she's describing that exist yeah a lot of guys want we call them beige curtains they just want like.
6: Yeah. Girls who kind of sit oh, there. Oh, okay, right. Not
4: good or bad, they're just kind of there. I got you. hmm
6: No, and, and listen, I don't want my wife to get pissed off, because <laughs> uh, Ricky's not not my type, per se.
4: I'm Clint's type. <laughs>
6: but you're Clint's type. Yeah. No. Clint loves them beige shirts. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I'm saying is, is if, if Ricky just walked into a room, you'd go, oh, look at that like she's tall, she's blonde and and she <laughs> goes, so nice. No, you 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 look
0: would at you, that. look
6: at that. No, you'd steal focus. Like you just go, wow, That's a that's a that's a beautiful tall woman." And then if you got up on stage and you're doing your thing and singing and being funny and stuff, a lot of guys
4: don't like it. Wow. Yeah, some of them do, but most of a lot of them
6: they
4: don't. Mm. Yeah. It has happened to Kate too. Guys come in and we just don't hear from them again.
6: So or after anything. after the show mm-hmm. The guy came up and he said, Oh, he was
4: like, Good job, I gotta go. And then he was gone. And then he <laughs> uh-huh. didn't call me for like a week. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, We have to talk. And that's what he told me.
6: Wow. Yeah. I like you being the funny one. I
4: know. He's it, like, He basically, he's like, I can't unknow what I now know. He's I, like you're not funny in real life, but then he knows that I am. I've seen something that I shouldn't have seen. Yeah,
7: you perform.
1: <laughs> yeah,
6: there's a lot of guys where, and maybe this is one of those guys. I'm starting to put this theory together. I think there's a lot of guys whose moms ruin them. It mm-hmm. just fucking ruin them. Yeah. Like, I know these guys, and they're all over the place, and I'm actually friends with some of them, and I can't fucking believe what their moms did to them. Yeah. And I feel so sorry <laughs> for the thank you, for their wives or their girlfriends or whoever, because it's like, oh, Jesus Christ, Mama said you could do no wrong. And they're the guys who think they can say anything and nobody will give a shit, or it's always going to be clever, or yeah. no one else's feelings count but their own. There's so many of these guys out there, and yeah. I think it's Mama, I think Mama ruined some.
4: I think so, too. I think so, too. They're, like, too confident or too, I don't know, without any Not really underneath. based
6: on <laughs> <Yeah>. any merit. <laughs> yeah. Just, I'm not funny, but I still need to be the funny one. Right. What are of you the supposed two of to do?
7: Us.
6: Yeah, Just fucking beat yourself in the head with a frying pan <laughs> so you get less funny than him? I guess so. <laughs> You just just have to hook up to a respirator, and now technically you're not as funny as Wait, him. See
4: now you see why I'm not dating.
1: Oh, see what guy. I don't get
4: is why did he go I mean, out with you to begin guy. with? I don't know
1: because under he, what you know what did he think you were? I don't know.
0: I think she's the one. I just hope she's not funny.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope she's bland. I hope she's bland.
6: Yeah. <laughs> well, sad, but don't worry. I'm, now, now, do you need? You don't need a celebrity guy or anything like that. Oh my god! Do
4: you? I, it would. I would never date a celebrity unless they would have to be so much like better than the average person. I don't know. I can't imagine actually doing that. Mm-hmm. I'm too. I'm not confident enough to date a celebrity.
6: I could. I could see with Matthew McConaughey. I want to yeah. be like
4: the best someone can get, not like mm-hmm. the one that they. I don't want to have oh, no. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't want.
6: That's the thing. Yeah. No, I know what you're saying.
4: Wait, what the hell is she
6: saying? Here's what she's saying. <laughs> Now, what what guys guys will do this? Guys will basically date the hottest chick they can find. Although they'll try to Mm -hmm. at least they'll go. Look, guy can be walking around at a five or six and go. I'm just going to ask that nine out because I just you know I we grow up fantasizing about the Playboy models and stuff like I want to be with that. you know. And women because they're not that. Aesthetically wired, will go. You know what? I'll take a guy shorter than me mm-hmm. with a little belly on him and a little male pat- pattern baldness if he's a cool guy. Because guess what? He ain't going anywhere.
7: Yep. <laughs> now, <laughs> Absolutely. You
6: want to, you want to, I mean, because listen, honestly, you want to date George Clooney, the clock's ticking.
1: Right, yeah. He's I've,
6: moving on yeah. at some point. There's mm-hmm. no...
1: But George Costanza, mm-hmm. he's
6: not That's right. Anymore. Yeah, exactly. George He'll Clastanza. commit to you. Yeah. But That's how many right. times
1: have you met a George Costanza who acts like a Clooney?
6: They're out there.
1: They're out there. Yeah. yeah. They are out there.
4: Mm-hmm. But I want to, yeah.
6: And I blame their moms. Yeah. So you want a, a guy... A guy
4: who will appreciate me.
6: Right, and who others don't appreciate quite as right. much.
4: Right. I don't want to date <laughs> someone in a band where girls are going Right, like, right, that, right. That sounds like a nightmare. That's right. I've had friends that have done that, and I don't know why they would.
6: No, yeah, you don't want to date Gavin Rosdale, no. circa nineteen ninety six. No, that's a pain in the ass because he's like, I'll be in Europe for four months, and right. you'd be like, "What? I'll talk you, to you
4: when I'm back." Right, yeah. and you'll
6: know how part. You know how the group he's going, everything. Mm-hmm. No, you want a nice, yeah, yeah. Okay. I want like
4: a, a human, mm-hmm. like a person.
6: Okay. She, she
0: wants a value pick in the NFL Draft
4: of Love. Exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah.
6: All right. Should we take a couple of phone calls? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right. Anyone, <laughs> uh, anything jumping out at you? Get rid of that uh, whatever you put on the screen, would you please? I can't read the... Thank you. All right. Well, on the same topic. Molly? Molly, 22, from Maryland. Hello? Molly, you there? Yeah. What's going on? Hi. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? You sound hot. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Now here's the code. When you're um, hot, you don't have to okay, say you're so hot. Okay, about
2: your clothes.
6: Quiet down. You know. If it's quiet. Like, can yeah, you hear me? Or making quiet, money. Quiet. Quiet. What are you gonna do? With quiet. It? I don't okay. think she can. I don't think she can hear me. No. I, hello. Oh, she just she has noise in her head. <laughs> Molly. <laughs> do people tell you you're good looking?
2: Did,
6: did I hear what? <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm going to try some something. We'll try to get back to Molly. James? How
9: are you doing, Adam?
6: Good, James. What's going on?
9: Um, well, basically, about three months ago, I started um, talking. With, you know, I hadn't, hadn't been having a little luck locally in New York City. So I just started, you know, maybe thinking about going online. So I went on a website, mm-hmm. started talking with somebody from Buffalo. Mm -hmm. seemed real nice, but, you know, as we started talking, you know, more on the phone, like, it seemed like she had some kind of issues. Drunk, But, you know, Mm -hmm. we seemed to start connecting, and, like, everything seemed to be going good still, so I invited her, you know, to come see me down in New York. Mm -hmm. She's from Buffalo, so she came over on Friday night, and just immediately was just cranky and just complaining and complaining. You know, we um, get home. She goes to sleep. She wakes up the next day. You know, she's still complaining. She wants to go back home.
10: Yeah,
9: I know she's like gotta talking the, and then
6: you got to loosen up the duct tape and the zip ties sometimes, so they'll start <laughs> bitching on you. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> James, yeah, all right. So she's not the one for you then, right?
9: Um, that's that's the thing. I, I'm thinking like she's not the one for me. So then I'm like, you know, towards in the, the night I'm like, it's just not really working out. You don't really seem to be the person for me. So then I break up with her. But I don't know, like in the past when I'm broken up with somebody, like I really felt really, you know, I felt bad a little bit. But now it's just been like I just like depressed and just feeling bad about it. Like I, maybe I made a mistake. Maybe I. Nah,
6: listen. Well, really. All right, James, listen up. I'm drunk. When you're 25 and you break up with somebody, there's a reason, and you move on, and you never look back, and... You'll blink your eyes and you'll be 35 and you'll be married to somebody and you'll be happy and you won't be looking back on this lamenting it. You almost never do. I can't think of any relationship I've had or anyone's ever really had. Like, remember that chick I was dating when I was 22? I wish we were still together. It's more like we stayed together for six months longer than we should have and then we broke up and got back together anyway, even though we shouldn't have never got back together. James, you're young. You got your whole life ahead of you. Don't get anyone pregnant. Uh, leave the chicks in Buffalo and Buffalo. And if you, you broke up, there's a reason why you broke up. Stay broken up and uh, move on. And today, with the internet and all this shit, See, Jesus I think Christ. that's
1: possibly why he's feeling more depressed about the breakup of this relationship than was in the past, is because the majority of the relationship was them not... Actually, being together in person, it was online, so he could build this entire thing in his head it's about like what he thought she was, but mm-hmm. it wasn't really who she really was. Mm-hmm. Which I think is so. It's the destruction of this fantasy. Maybe we set James up
6: with Ricky. Yeah, he sounded like a delight.
4: Yeah, he sounded awesome. But yeah. if she, if she starts acting like a bitch the first day he spends with her. Yeah. Imagine yeah. six months in or six years in. Or
6: all right, I, I know I'm going to hate myself for this, but Molly,
4: hi, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear
6: you. Okay, that's better. Now, are you good looking?
2: Um, yeah, I'd say so. All
6: right. All right. You can just say people tell you that.
2: People tell me that. <laughs>
6: okay. All right. So what's going on, Molly?
2: I don't know. I've been in this relationship for like five and a half years.
6: Wow. You're only twenty two.
2: I know, I know.
6: Mm-hmm. Right. No. Thought about it that way, but uh. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough
2: one. I don't thing know. We,
6: do. we always fight. It's, it's kind of getting shitty. And. Yeah. But he gives me money whenever I want it. Well, then that's love. You never <laughs> go anywhere. I've seen enough movies to know this is going to be awesome. Um, and. W- what? Uh. You should write greeting cards. So, um, how old is the guy?
4: Oh, he just turned 30. Mm-hmm. So he dated you when you were a minor.
6: Right. Um, right. So in high when you he was like 24 and you were like 16 17. or something, 17?
2: Yeah, we met at work. It was just a real love story.
6: Uh-huh. Was he was he your manager?
2: No, actually, no. Something. No my, hey, everybody! I, I, coming to
6: the stage. <laughs> stage. That ID, God. it ain't fake, but them titties are. She's She's Molly, a a stage high. five, take two, take two, two. Sorry. Um, Molly, yeah. you guys work around food. <laughs>
2: Yes, it was a restaurant.
6: <laughs> Hold on a second, I'm getting the vapors. <laughs>
2: oh,
6: I can't Let me tell you something about every fucking guy who works <laughs> around crazy. food. Every all the guys who manage those restaurants, all I don't care from a, all the TGI Fridays things all the way up. They're fucking latches. It's like at some point they make some deal with the devil, and it's not a bad deal. Or like someone goes, look. You have an office that is as big as a mop closet. As a matter of fact, it was a mop closet. There's a drain in the fucking floor of your office. You understand? The tile that's in the kitchen is the same tile that's in your office, and there's a huge drain in the floor. And you can hear the ice maker next to it. It's deafening. Okay. And your desk? We don't have a desk that's big enough to fit in there. You have to stand up and do your paperwork. And there's no fucking windows. And you have to wear a fucking horrible vest and a a clip on tie and a name tag. That's the bad part. Oh, and you make $11 an hour, and you have to stay here till 2, cleaning up. Okay, that's the bad part. Let me tell you the sweet part. You get to fuck 19-year-olds who are working their way through college for the rest of your fucking life. Okay, And free zucchini blossoms. And free zucchini blossoms, because you make the schedule. You understand? So, bad, bad side is weird terracotta tile that smells like grease and a huge floor drain in your office that has a mop in it. But, good news, <laughs> fuck all the hot 19-year-olds you want for the rest of your life.
0: Yeah. Mad okay. hostess pussy. Just a recap. <laughs> the ice maker's in my office? No, it's right what? next
6: to your office, but fucking deafening. I have a desk. You could have a desk if we could fit it into your office, but they don't have <laughs> so desks desk, that small.
0: A desk is not out of the question, it's just unlikely. We can
6: put your desk out by the back, but if it's blocking the door, the fire marshal's going to have us move it.
0: <laughs> I'm asking too many questions. The 19-year-olds are included, right?
6: They're, not only are the 19-year-olds included, but you'll never
0: see them turn 22. <laughs> There'll be a new batch. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Follow-up question. Like a college, it only takes freshmen. Sure. Follow-up question, can I move into the office?
6: You have to sleep standing there? up. <laughs> Perfect. If you're a vampire, you can do it. I'm in. There's, you can physically not enough room for a cot. And zero windows.
0: Enough room for a cock?
6: Yes, yes. Which
0: will be exposed at all times. You
6: can fuck your hostesses, but you have to fuck standing up, and there's no desk to lean on.
0: Oof, you drive a hard bargain.
6: Yeah, all right. $11 an hour. It's all in the application and the instructional video. Please enjoy.
0: I don't want to say yes too quickly, but yes.
6: <laughs> Every guy works in fucking the food thing. That's the whole thing. It's just it, it, it's, it's the greatest time to catch chicks, because they're all, first off, there's free booze. There's always that big bar in the middle. They're just kind of coming on to their, hey, I'm out of the house. They're all, oh, well, I'm in college. Well, this is, yes, my parents live in New Jersey, but here we are in Phoenix, and there's a lot of, you want to ride home after we close, and I make the schedule, and it's the greatest time ever.
0: And don't forget the hours, too. It's always like you start around happy hour, you work till one in the morning. Mm -hmm. Right. And All it's right. that
1: weird microcosm where you can be a zero in real life, but in your little restaurant world, you're the king of the tiny restaurant fiefdom.
6: Listen, when I worked at McDonald's, Ken, my fucking manager, was a god to yeah. me, and he was making $5 an hour. I worked hour. at McDonald's.
4: You did? Yeah. Which one? When I was one? 16. Did you sleep with it, Ken? Uh, no. It was in Buffalo in a Walmart.
12: In a Walmart.
6: Inside,
4: it was a Mick wow. Express inside a Walmart. They had a Mick Express. <laughs> yeah, it was right after my dog bite, so I had the bandage on my face, so I had to work in the grill. They wouldn't let me talk to people.
6: <laughs> I had to work the grill too, but I was never attacked by dogs. <laughs> hmm. So, do you know the lingo?
4: Yeah, you cue stuff.
6: Burgers up, wrap, please. Yep.
4: Yeah, look, I have scars from the fry basket.
6: Oh, this is a nice. Smell my cuticles; they still smell like onions. Nice. Uh, <laughs> cheese count on max, please. Cheese three, please. All right. Sorry. Where were we? Another call. Oh, where we're was Molly? Ball out. Yeah. Huh? Molly? Yeah. All right. All right. You can break up with this guy. Don't you make enough yeah. in tips?
1: work at a restaurant anymore. I moved right.
7: on. Yeah. Where what? do you work
1: now?
2: I tutor autistic kids, but see, I'm a student, so that takes up a lot of my time, so I don't really make that much money.
6: I get it. You sound like a wonderful influence. And uh, how, do, how do you tutor autistic kids?
2: Oh, it's called uh, Applied Behavioral Analysis. It's like a certain type of therapy. hmm <laughs> <laughs> hey everybody!
6: Ten plus ten is twenty. Twenty. What comes out of an ATM, and then it goes right into my G string. <laughs> Sorry. What? It's doing a little applied math for you. <laughs> wow! I couldn't work with autistic kids. I, I after somewhere around the third time, I tried to give them to add just one plus one, and they didn't get it. I'm hit them with a the dry erase board.
2: Yeah, take yeah. some patience. <laughs> take some patience.
6: All right, I don't trust this guy. I don't like him. You, don't you break like him? up. Okay. It's been long enough. You've been dating this guy long enough. You're not into him, right?
1: Sometimes I am. Yeah, I've on, payday, you're, I've you're, on payday. On payday. Yeah. So. And he's invested all this money. Right. First and the fifteenth. The first
6: and the fifteenth. <laughs> you're really into him. What? Molly, look, you were, you've been dating the guy since high school, right?
1: Yeah.
6: You're 22 now. Uh huh. Time to break it off. That's enough. Are you going to marry him?
2: (laughs) I don't know. I guess not. No, no, You can't. You can't
6: marry him. No. Okay. Moving on, baby. Yeah. (laughs) You're young. You're pretty. You work with kids.
4: You can find some other
1: rich guy.
6: Yeah.
4: Or get a student loan and stand on your own two feet. I don't know.
6: Wow, that's a novel idea. Yeah. (laughs) Let's not get crazier. All right, Molly. Good times. All right. Should we try another call? Sure. All right, let's see. I like line four. Uh, I like line four too. Hey, Ross. Yeah. What's going on, Ross?
2: Hey, not too much.
6: What's going on? Tell it's me. Not much. Tell me, tell me your question. Football. Good. What's your question?
2: Uh, well, my wife seems to think that because she's pregnant, that I should have to quit drinking for a month.
6: No, you double down.
1: <laughs> he it seems like he has.
6: Yeah. No, here's what you... Tell tell her, tell her what? I'll tell you what you'll do. A meter halfway. You'll put on 40 pounds. <laughs> That'd be my compromise. I'm not going to give up the booze. As a matter of fact, it's part of my plan for putting on this extra sympathy weight. Yes. I'm going to drink off... I'm going to drink a, a case of Sam Adams before I leave the house every day. And I will balloon up with you, sweetie, every step of the way. Mm-hmm.
2: I'll try that, and
6: I'll see what she says. See what she says. I, I know there's that thing, and look, I, I can dig it. Like, if your wife really loves a glass of wine at dinner, and she's pregnant, and then you're at dinner with her, and she's just staring at that glass of wine, eh, maybe order a Sprite when you go to dinner. But, you know, when you're watching the ball game on a Sunday with your friends or whatever, then then get loaded. But, I mean, it's that thing, like, <laughs> sort of right in front of her. Yeah, that I understand. And I know uh, I'm gonna sound like a fucking heretic here, but uh, this—I'm still not sold on this uh, can't have a glass of wine with dinner when pregnant thing. I know yeah. we're all we're all fucking down with this. Oh, the secondhand smoke and all this fucking bullshit. I, I'm mom it's drank when
1: she was pregnant with me, and I'm only a little bit deformed. Oh, seriously? Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. Yeah.
6: All right. You, you know smoke what? too? I gotta get out of here. Oh, drank
1: and smoked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean not a ton, but just like a pack a day and two bottles a day. Just yeah.
6: No, that's the that's the thing. I mean, how many generations? I mean, this shit is five minutes old. Right. Everybody older than thirty five's mom did God knows what, and before that, they just ate lead paint chips. You know, like, uh, and everyone's you know basically <laughs> fine. So it ain't a big deal. Now, look, I'm what the, here's what here's what doctors do. If you take in alcohol when you're pregnant. Uh, past a certain level you're going you'll do damage to your fetus. And also, they don't they never do the percentages like what percentage of people are going to do, but at a certain level. So what they do is they go no you know, no alcohol. Now, what they're really saying is is you could probably drink a glass of red wine with dinner and it wouldn't do anything. But We're going to say zero, because if I tell you you can drink a glass of red wine with dinner, you will take that to mean I can drink a box of red wine at dinner. And so, uh, thus, I will say no, and it's the society we've crafted, that lawyer asshole who you (laughs) (laughs) dated— Before you dated <laughs> that go-kart. Uh, th- a, go kart, he's one of these fight. guys. They make these rules. Where it's like no, yeah. you know, no cell phones, no electronic devices on airplanes. No, 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 you can't. No, 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 no. Bullshit.
0: Mm-hmm. Did Lynette not drink when she was pregnant the whole time? And when she started drinking again, did she get drunk much easier? I've heard that's the thing.
6: Uh, no, she didn't drink, and she never really. She's not much of a drinker, so it never. It never it wasn't i mean she will drink but it didn't it wasn't that thing where it became an issue one way or the other
0: just for comparison and curiosity you ever not done something for nine months like that you normally do no it, i ever, mean i couldn't do it i'm not just saying drinking i'm saying anything my no. life
6: i know what you're talking okay. about sure i could not not beat off her i know that what <laughs> that's where about? i was going yeah no i gotta ride that go-kart
0: i couldn't <laughs> drive for 10 or 11 months or whatever it was you know what I mean? When I was really sick. Right. And when he got back to it, it's, it reminded me of when people, you know, pregnant ladies drink after they give birth, they get drunk that much faster, they say. Mm-hmm. It was weird. To, like, just handling the car felt mm-hmm. very foreign. You had to, like, get used to it again.
6: Well, was it a foreign car? No, my point is this. <laughs> it was
0: I a go-kart. I couldn't. <laughs> it's the best day of my life. I
6: could not. Uh, no, I, I don't. I mean, I guess I would if I got pregnant. I mean, that's why I always tell the guys to pull out. But I, I don't think I could do it. I really, I got to have my red wine. I, I That's couldn't. why
1: you're not going to get pregnant, Adam?
6: That's one of the reasons. <laughs> <laughs> it's top five. It's a deterrent. Yeah. Right. All mm-hmm. All right. Where the hell were we? Oh, pregnant. Yeah. We're going to go to uh, line three. Steve? Oh, Adam.
13: Talking to my brother from another mother. How What's you doing, going man? going
6: on, Steve? How are you?
13: Oh, I'm doing all right. Um, just wanted to get your insight on something. Mm-hmm. Um, my uh, wife of, well, almost 10 years... Mm-hmm. Uh, Ended up uh, finding a guy on her uh, iPhone through an online game, and um, is now uh, with him. She she left me on Father's Day, mm-hmm. and um, I was wondering, if you, <laughs> Brian, why are you uh, laughing you know,
7: at without, that?
13: <laughs> what it's not funny.
6: It's not funny. Did she Ten get you after? She get you a tie or anything, or that was it. That was it.
13: Oh, sweet uh, No, my, my daughter got me something. Thankfully, so it wasn't all Goodbye wasted. Card. But um, do you
6: have kids? Uh, you have more than one kid?
13: No, just one daughter. Just one daughter. All right. <laughs> uh, wonderful mm-hmm. girl. Uh, she's been getting me through this all. All and, right. Uh, anyways, my you know, without getting into all the the horrible details, I just wanted your uh, perspective. You know, with uh, iPhones and iPads and mm. and everything, you know, technology has given us. Uh, you know, there, in my mind, there's never been an easier way to cheat
7: mm-hmm. on yeah. a on a
13: spouse. She took and, off uh, with one. I, of... And I wonder yeah. if you have any friends that have uh, you know you know befallen this kind of thing, or uh, you know what your what your thoughts are about it, and you know how uh, you know an honest man or an honest woman can you know protect themselves in this day and age mm-hmm. from this kind of thing.
6: Uh, well, you gotta go Ted Kaczynski. Yeah. I mean, you gotta fucking raise that daughter in the woods in a lean-to. Um, so she ran off with one of the Sims. I mean, no. What, what game it was what?
13: actually a, a really stupid, uh, uh, Scrabble game that, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's called Words with Friends. And mm. she, uh, yeah. she met this guy on there, started chatting with him, All and, right. uh, I was uh, in a part of my life where I was taking care of my dad
6: a lot of the time. Distracted. She was really sick, and yep. she was filling in that Love time that I wasn't there with Another him. direction. Right, let me explain something. Uh, All right, you see, back in the day, women had their stories. Mm-hmm. And uh, they could just sit around in their loveless relationship and live vicariously through Dr. Dex Rexler and the rest of the clan on, you know, One Life to Lead or whatever they're watching, you know. They had their stories and they would discern because women... Need to feel like they're in some relationship, even if it's a simulated relationship. Guys just want to fuck for the most part. So we don't have that, like, I don't feel like I'm being heard or paid attention to. That's a good thing for guys. Mm-hmm. Like, we're like, woo, not being heard. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but w- women need to have this thing. And so in the past, they'd have their kids and they'd take care of their kids and then they'd watch their stories and they'd do whatever and they'd have their girlfriends or something. But this online business, it's dangerous because for guys, and everyone thinks of it as, oh, this guy's meeting chicks and he's, you know, they're sexting and whatever. But that's not dangerous. That's more uh, biological than it is emotional. This mm. is, I'm leaving you for this person I'm having this relationship with via messaging or whatever. It runs deeper than the press your tits up against the camera that's built into the laptop and let me beat off. That That's just a visceral sort of... Uh,
1: that shouldn't even be considered cheating. Fuck, you know, <laughs> yeah, God, fuck, right?
6: Yeah! <laughs> Goddamn! Yeah. <laughs> no that's that's the thing guys this way, is what way, guys way, way, way to play it cool buddy. Yeah, yeah I didn't overreact did I that was, no, that's very natural that's it didn't seem like it was something may have happened
0: you made your point but you were subtle about it that's yeah. good that's right just yes anding
6: that's a point yeah I'm not I'm not getting preachy I'm just saying it's uh it's dangerous now because women aren't sitting home watching fucking TV shows anymore they're bored This guy's at work. He's not attentive. He's taking care of Dad. His attention is going a different direction. They're feeling not heard and left out and not loved. And so they go somewhere, and they start talking to somebody, and the words are enough. They're starting their relationship with Mm -hmm. the words, and they can be in this thing fucking whole hog without even ever consummating it or meeting the person or anything because the words are what they crave and the dialogue is what they crave
4: guys have to pay attention Hmm? it doesn't take that much but guys have to pay attention sorry sorry Yeah,
6: you I am saying about Brian driving. Women. Yeah, that's right. What was that? <laughs> I couldn't imagine. We don't feel heard. Yeah, 11 yeah, yeah, months, much, almost
0: a year, literally. Not
6: driving for nice almost a year. It's so, fucking uh, hairy, man.
4: What the hell are we talking I
6: mean, about? I didn't want to get to. Uh, it's like, what? Huh? Huh? Did you guys what? say something? No. Women need to be what again? Driven? What?
4: You have to pay attention.
6: Oh, yeah. yeah. To the road? Yeah. Girl.
1: So yeah. then, it sounds like what you're saying is it is not Words with Friends, the iPhone game that came between them, there was already marital discord.
6: Yeah, and let me say this. Steve? Yeah. um, You've been married for 10 years. Almost, yeah. And you've known her for more than that, I'm guessing.
13: Yeah, I mean, the one thing that kind of puts a wrench in this is she got lap band surgery about uh, mm, three years ago. Mm -hmm. She was almost uh, pushing uh, 300 when I met her.
7: Uh, By the time she
13: uh, mm-hmm. lost all the weight from the lap band, she was down to, you know, a buck uh, 30 or so. Mm-hmm. So she got her confidence back. She, you know, got uh, her, uh, you know, her mojo back and, and you know, came back with a vengeance.
6: Mm-hmm. And um, Now, what you know, about, now, Steve, let's talk about you. Are you big guy?
13: Uh, I'm about 250,
6: uh, six foot. i got going to go big with that.
2: Yeah, yeah lose the big. weight, Chubby. All
6: right, so Steve... <laughs> Here's what I know about being depressed after a breakup. Um, half of it is uh, mourning the loss of the relationship, and the other half is mourning your lot in life, meaning where you are. I'm going to get back to the aforementioned George Clooney. He doesn't have a lot of depressing downtime because he's at his fucking villa in the you know south of of italy wherever the fuck he is on a jet ski with a, on top of another supermodels you, you know what i'm saying right. and now it's not like uh, it's not like the man doesn't have feelings it's just his fucking life is so busy so exciting there's so much going on that you really never have time to like sit and mourn
1: steve do you jet ski <laughs>
6: uh i have but you, have you jet can. skied in tuscany <laughs> no have you been on along the Malfi coast on a ski
13: uh, only in my dreams
6: all right so steve what do you do something with computers
13: um i uh i work for a credit card company here in phoenix uh been working that for them for about six years
6: so. okay so here, here's what you need to do steve you need to take this time to now focus on you Lose that yeah. weight. Get back into fighting shape. Get the eye of the tiger back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Do, doing that thing where you're sulking and you're feeling bad and you're sort of deconstructing everything and you're, de- you're playing a victim and I'm taking care of my sick dad and she gets the lap band and now she thinks comedy whatever. And the good news is, is you will lose the weight. She will never lose the guilt of leaving the relationship and her child. Now I know she plans on being a part of the child's life, but I'm saying she may have done you a favor. You're young. You're 35. You're living in Phoenix.
0: There's tons of hot chicks there. I was going to say the Phoenix Scottsdale Tempe area is, <laughs> oh. is mm-hmm. a buyer's market. for yeah, dudes. It's ridiculous. Holy shit.
13: You know what? They don't have uh, they don't have any brains out here. That's the thing that the,
6: sucks. I mean, uh, <laughs> if that's what you're into. Well, look. What do you well, want? The yeah, whole package. Too.
13: Come on, man. <laughs>
6: Come on. All right. So listen, Steve. Let's focus on you, buddy. And physically I think that's where you start. I know you're depressed. I mean you set that alarm and you start doing road work every morning. Hey.
0: Ricky's oh, single.
6: Geez. Yeah, Ricky's single. Uh-huh. No, you know uh, what I mean? Oh, Don't,
13: you know what? I would take it and goddamn it if Allison was single. Holy shit.
6: Oh, yeah. That'd be quite a team there. Oh, smooth, God. Smooth
0: soccer. Yeah.
6: <laughs> Steve, seriously, I'm talking about road work in the morning. I'm talking about training for the fight. Yeah. The fight does of, work of your mean? life. What is Filling potholes, things of that nature. <laughs> no, getting up and jogging every morning. What the fuck's road work mean? Come on, <laughs> you haven't seen one boxing movie? You didn't see Million Dollar Baby? Oh, this is fucking insulting. How are you gonna help me insult the movie if you haven't seen it?
1: I was doing a good job till you pointed it out.
6: Oh, I thought everyone saw a Million Dollar Baby. Well, all right, not nominated for like everyone. did it win the most Oscars that yeah. year? Yeah, yeah. I
1: don't Clint like to feel very directing? sad, no. and I heard it's a very sad movie. No, he didn't. It is sad. I don't. I don't need that in my life.
6: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Poor chick. She's fucking eating out of a tube because uh, the chick hit her with a stool or hit her in the head
3: and yeah, it's like a ticket ride.
1: Yes, mm-hmm. no, I see. I heard how awfully depressing it was. But now that I have met Ricky, I'll have to go see it so you that I can feel like it. she ruined the movie.
6: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know the other part I didn't like?
7: What?
1: <laughs> I like
6: the part where she was she worked at a diner. Yeah. And she was like, I'm gonna take a little scrap of that half eaten steak and put it in this napkin, and then I'm gonna pay for my speed bag gloves with nickels in a mason jar and <laughs> like, sweetie, you get paid. And secondly, there's a chef back there, there's a Mexican guy who'll make you anything you want, you can take it with you.
4: That's true. Spoiler, take,
6: now
1: I don't even need to see it. You yeah. don't have to
6: take scraps of half eaten steak that truckers left.
1: Yeah.
6: <laughs> But that's the whole thing about that movie. I was like, this is a good movie. Stop jerking me off. It's a good movie. Like they had everything was there. Stop jerking me off. They, we didn't need that heartstrings part where she's like, I'm gonna buy some boxing gloves and I'm gonna bring a mason jar filled with nickels and dollars that I saved up working as a you're a waitress, you're fine. Yeah. You're making money and you you can eat whatever you want. There's no restaurant in the world where at the end of your shift the guy won't make you a burger and fries when you Plus, leave.
1: Hey, maybe hit a coin star first.
6: <laughs> That's right. Hit a fucking
1: coin yeah. star, bitch.
6: All right. You're not sleeping with Clint, are you?
4: No. Okay.
6: No. I'm not offending you. No. But a good movie.
4: Yes, I know.
6: I know. Okay. i, I know.
4: super excited about it.
6: No, you Probably were. more than anyone. You were, and then I got to
7: you. I'm you still... It for you. you didn't ruin didn't it for ruin me. I didn't ruin it for you? Nope. Still happy about it.
6: All right. All right. Ricky, can we hear some music, by the way? Can we hear some of Ricky's music?
4: Play the handjob song.
6: Yeah, play the handjob song. Now, are you Garfunkel or Oates? I'm Garfunkel. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, because Oates is is not blonde.
4: No, he's short and has a mustache.
6: Did they know, did Hall and Oates and uh, Simon Garfunkel? Oates knows. Yeah,
4: Oates found us on MySpace.
6: And they're cool. He's cool with it?
4: He sent us an email and said that um, we can use his name if he gets free beer at our shows.
6: Wow! Yeah.
4: He he flew us to Aspen and we played with him. He's like the coolest That's dude so ever. That's so cool.
6: Wow. Did he date Santa or a lot? I don't know.
4: <laughs> no, his wife looks nothing like me or Kate.
6: Oh, wow. Yeah. So he's looking at... Hand
4: job, land job, I don't understand <laughs> job. <laughs> I got a problem and I can't contain it. I'll use my icky sticky rhymes to help me explain it. J's are like Stonehenge to me. Robert Stack can't even unsolve this mystery. I'm the messed up child of a
11: baby boomer. I was in the gifted class, but a total late bloomer. Now I got a secret to get off my chest. Went from
4: kissing to sex, but never learned the rest. In high school, I was in the marching band, not learning what to do with my hand. While other girls were driving like a Jackson Pollock, I blossomed later than
11: Mayim Bialik. I'm investigating bones like Dave <laughs> Chanel. Trying to make it stand up like Dave Chappelle. When I stare down the barrel of a semi-hard dick, I feel more singled out than Chris Hardwick. I back Chuck
4: and Isaac Asimov but I wasn't on the sea bus jerking people up wouldn't let you touch my testick like your vapor rubbin dickson let alone deep throat your tricky dick nixon I want to learn how to
11: make your water beets grow I'm resistant to this same guy switching master real fast Jay your LB Johnson <laughs> no, money? no less about dickson Samantha Ronson I should have explored new frontiers like Will Wheaton but I was more conservative than Alex P Keaton I have fallen into crisis just like the Dow I want to give a hand up but I don't know how job, land job, I don't understand job <laughs> Do I spit, do I squeeze, do I ever touch the top? How can I learn when you always make me stop?
4: <laughs> so dumb. <laughs>
11: blown investigation to unlock the secrets of ejaculation i need a translator like i'm reading balzac to crack the rosetta stone over your ball sack. the top is the part <laughs> that confuses me the most it looks like only one Pac-Man take? Book. yeah a nice really impressive. It sometimes it's denser but they all sort like of weird way like sam jackson i'm not now, did you fuck up and have soft soft and soft to start again a yeah, few times like five times it's like a deep south queen that you want to make straight will i make it up right if i move it like a shake weight
7: move, move it like, like a shake weight move it like a shake weight
4: now I'm pumping like brakes that aren't anti-lock Trying not to go psycho on your Alfred Hitchcock I go a little faster and then I retard It's like a hamster that you don't want to squeeze too hard <laughs> I'm working my
11: hand till it gets arthritis I'll be holding till I get the golden touch of Midas I think therefore I am getting my card on Till I fully comprehend your Marcia Gay hard-on But the
4: biggest throbbing question of all is, Seriously, what do you do
11: with the balls? Do I roll them like dice? Do I mold them like clay? Do I tickle them like Elmo or throw them like a party? <laughs> Do I move them all around or cup it slow? They're like the two-bell critic puppets from The Muppet Show, just sitting there cranky and superfluous. How about I don't touch them unless you insist? Hand job, hand job, I don't understand job.
6: A lot of pressure on the guys, too.
4: <laughs> they were so nice. How can I learn when you always make me stop? We bought some ice cream.
6: Wow, that looks great.
4: Watch ESPN. Alright. Thanks. Chris Hardwick uh, was in, we did like a couch video version of it and Chris Hardwick was in it because we he, mentioned him.
6: Oh yeah, yeah. we well, put now him in there. can I
4: learn when you always
11: make me stop?
6: There he is. The, um, now, was there ever one of those things, and this has happened to me a time or two where you're like, oh, wow, I got all the way through that and then somebody went and then said, oh no, you said Albert Hitchcock <laughs> and you went no, I I said Albert Hitchcock. I I think I can pronounce the name, and then they go oh, fuck, and then they play it back to you, You're and like, then you go oh fuck, I said Albert Hitchcock, and then and then you go. Can we just put it in my mouth? We can just put it in my mouth and post, right? right. We can just put it. We can just fix it and post. And I go, no, because no. your face looks different. Your your lips look different when you do a T versus. A, and then you got to do it again. Mm-hmm. So were all the fuck ups, fuck ups where you knew you fucked up at the time, or was yeah, there? Yeah, they
4: you, were all we knew at the time. We just had, we just went stop and we went back.
6: And just started right at the
4: yeah right at just the beginning at again. The beginning, yeah. It did was so Did any one of you fuck
6: up more than the other?
4: Kate. she did. <laughs> <laughs> she did you can ask her i think all of them were hers
6: were you getting pissed no
4: it's it, it we shot the whole thing in like an hour and a half so it wasn't too bad but
6: it, it is uh gd impressive hey geico do you own do you rent well you do one or the other right you know it's hard work out there owning renting you want to save some money how about your bundle bundle your policies At GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle the homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you got so much to do already. Go to GEICO.com. Get a quote. See just how much you could save at GEICO. That is GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. back for the halloween special, good buddy Ray going over sifting over the wreckage of the past with him. Halloween is a it's it's one of those things you you know you you think you you, you measure your life in birthdays and you remember the christmases and stuff, but once you become an adult, like once you be, once you're 18, you should sort of measure your life by halloweens. I mean you can you can tell where you're at. If you showed a picture of you every Halloween, you'd kind of know yeah. you know where you're at emotionally. You know who was with you. You know what you decided to go as. You know what. you would always be a story about drunkenness or fighting or something. Or, you know, eventually there'd be you trick-or-treating with your kids, by the way. Nothing cooler than taking the kids and getting them dressed up as Buzz Lightyear or something and w- holding their hand and walking up and down the street with them. But it's a good marker. That's a big chasm
14: between <laughs> yeah.
6: 18 and then. Well... I told you i tell you my lonely Halloween story. Um, when I was, and I only sort of remember things by uh, the car I was driving, um, I was living in my apartment in Toluca Lake. I was just kind of getting started on K-Rock doing radio, but I was just doing the morning show. And I had my Catholic little brother, Nate. And Nate wanted to go to the Halloween haunt at Knott's Berry Farm. Nay, not Scary Farm. Ah, yeah. The guy thought of that. Never stopped patting himself on the back, and he wanted to go. And it's like his sister wanted to go. And also, I had one of these moments where I went to the guy's apartment building. You know, so it was one of those things where I got the tickets for Not Scary Farm um, from like K Rock or something from the radio station. And it's in Buena Park. It's a good you know fifty miles out of town. And it was one of these things where I was going to go, I was living in Toluca Lake. I was going to go pick him up. He was on the west side. Then I was going to put them all in my car and take them to Not Scary Farm. And the sad part is I wasn't going in. I just got four tickets for them. I was going to have to circle Buena Park for about five hours. No. And then, yeah, but I do remember no. this. I remember this. That's champ. One of Nate's buddies lived in like the apartment that he was in. And he wanted to take his buddy, and uh, like I know what it's like when you're 13 or 14, you want to hang with your buddies. So it's like he's he's you know she's over in apartment 4B or whatever. And so I went to go we went to go pick the buddy up on the on the way out, and got the third degree from mom, right? right. You know where it's like, and when he, where are you going? And we're going to not scary farm, and and are you driving then? What are you driving? And how long are you gonna be there? And at a certain point, you're like, hey, cunt. How about you fucking keep your package at home? I got, and your fucking soup cooler too. Like, I, I got your fucking shitty kid a, uh, a ticket for Not Scary Farm. I'm shuttling the asshole back and forth to Buena Park tonight. How about you shut the how, fuck up? The how third, how of did grade? she fare
14: after you said this to her? Uh,
6: you know me, Ray. I was just like, uh, all right. That's you, it? Are you done? Yeah. All right, or he can stay here. Because that's cool, too. Like, I don't need to bring him. It doesn't, it doesn't make a fucking difference right, to me. Enough. Enough. So I got the kid after getting a fucking third degree from mom and uh, brought the kid. Uh, there's a picture of uh, me and Nate if you want to go out to uh, the uh, website. I guess we'll be uh, on there at some point. And uh, I, took, I took Nate out there and his sisters and this kid. And I didn't want to go to not Scary Farm. I was like, I'm going to let you kids go. I didn't have a cell phone either. I was like, I'm going to meet you back here at midnight, you know, but it was like 730 at night. So I had some time to kill.
14: And that's a haul. Uh, like, you're not coming back. There's nothing good going yeah, on yeah. at Buena
6: Park. After- but you're
14: not coming back. i no. you no, no, driving. An oh, hour oh hour and, and, no and,
6: and this is all, that area hadn't really been developed and like it is now. And also, this is all like pre-cell phone, pre-nav systems. Like, I didn't know what the fuck. I just drove in a circle around Buena Park, and eventually I came upon a movie theater, and I saw Get Shorty. That's how I can tell what year it was. Went wow. in and saw the movie alone. <laughs> it was like, oh, there's a 940 showing of Get Shorty. i like, all right, I'm going to go in and see Get Shorty. Went and saw Get Shorty, and then um must have been 96, 95, 96. we we'll have to figure that out. Then when I was done, I went to a diner, but it was like truck stoppy, dinery. Right. It was just weird. Uh, Rigs out front. 95. Wow. Yeah. Well, and it must have come out, if someone wants to put a finer point on it, it must have come out in like November or toward the end of November of '95. I wonder if it, uh, oh, October, right. Uh, 20th of October, '95. Ah, I guess this would have been, oh, shit, yeah. When is Halloween? Uh, is it, October 31st? Yeah. Yeah, right. So, yeah, this would have been, right, all right, there you go. October 20th, 1995. Um, This is right before anything good started or anything real good started happening for me in radio. So I was just driving my shitty Honda around and went and saw Get Shorty. And then I went to a weird diner, like weird, quiet, you know, weird alone dude diner. Right. And just sat there. There were nine other alone dudes around. Just sat there at the booth alone. Just eating my uh weird salad, the weird dressing on it, just looking at my watch the whole time on uh
14: when's it gonna be midnight? <laughs> eating like a Salisbury steak. It was like a Saturday night. It was like uh Yeah. I'm I'm feeling like profoundly sad right now.
6: Yeah. I mean I I you know, he wanted to go to not scary farm. <laughs> You made it happen. I didn't want to go in because I think I had a limited number of tickets, but also I didn't feel like walking around getting scared. Like I, I don't know. Guys jumping out and bib overalls with a fake chainsaw. I, I don't feel like there's anything in it's it for your me. not yeah. Why? No. <laughs> What's in it for you? You know what I mean? Like, oh, I shit myself.
14: Great. I, th- I threw my coke.
6: Yeah, like I understand porno and I understand getting high, but
14: getting scared?
6: Yeah, not What the fuck's things. in it for I you? I like scaring people, though. Oh, Ray likes scaring people. <laughs> Ray, tell the story of when you scare that poor woman at your apartment building. Tell it and, and I there's well, no, we, we'll Mike, start Mike, about- Mike Lynch, you gotta listen to this, because there's zero there's zero hyperbole here. All right, Drew. Drew, right, that's that come on. Every time I look to my left and start a conversation off a of read... I want to. How's your true. wife handle that? <laughs> she sleeps on the right actually <laughs> for that reason. So um Legal Zoom, yeah. What we're talking about. Oh yeah, you scaring the bejesus out of what was her name? You can say her name.
14: Her name was Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> That's what her
6: name was. Now what what size was Debbie?
14: Mm, barely five foot. 100 tiny woman, hundred pounds. Hundred pounds. Sweet. Had a Dorothy pounds. Hamill haircut. Mm-hmm. Little Bob. A mom. Hair, little mom haircut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She was a nice lady.
6: So what was the plan? What happened with her, right?
14: Well, the plan was I believe you were over for dinner. You were spending the night. Right. I was living on Whipple with my parents, my brothers, and my mother hit us up to take out the trash.
6: The old Hoffers, apartment dwellers, by the way, but... My, what sh- fed you.
14: my houses were so shitty
6: that I would go into your apartments and go, fucking, these guys are doing pretty good for themselves. Like wall-to-wall carpet, not bad. Moped at and the time? Moped, right. So uh, your mom handed me a garbage bag and said, take this to the dumpster. And, and, and handed and you I... a garbage bag and said, take it to the dumpster.
14: And of course I hopped to it. Like I would always do when Mom said anything. It was nighttime. Ray went down. Now you'd have And we to- lived upstairs, so you had to go down a flight of stairs into like... A, a long common driveway, driveway yeah, that was, was like kind of dark.
6: It was an alley-type yeah, driveway. Yeah,
14: alley-type driveway. And it was long. Yeah, about 50 yards. The trash was up front. We lived in the back. But the trash was up
6: front in a notched-out area. like Right, that, with a bunch
14: of plants around and, you know, right you next, some palm trees. Right next to the driveway. Yeah. Made a nice 90-degree corner. So mm-hmm. you had to go through a gate, and I had beaten Adam out of the gate. Mm-hmm. So... I was already out of the gate, and I knew Adam was a couple of clicks behind me. So what I figured, I'd go throw the trash away real quick, hide behind the trash, and scare the shit out of Adam when he ran to the corner, mm-hmm. which I thought it would work it out. It
6: wasn't a corner. It was just a straight-on 90-degree. It was the building. It was the corner right. of the building. Right. I turned the corner
14: of the building and hid behind the trash. Yeah. That was right there. <laughs> so I hid behind the trash, and I hear some steps coming, so I figure this is my opportunity. I hear the lid lift up. Yeah. I go, ah! And I hear this, oh, my God! And let me tell you something.
6: And it was this tiny woman. Ray didn't do anything half speed. (laughs) Ray was a big dude who jumped out. Like, when Ray scared you, he hurt himself trying to scare you. I did pull a groin on that. Ray fucking went flying out of there. (laughs) And that (laughs) chick... She threw her trash. I That's was, right. I was. She winged her trash in the air. I was just coming down the driveway. What happened was is the mom. Your mom handed me the garbage. Handed you the garbage. You took off, and then I was leaving. And your mom said, "Hold up," or something, and she told me something. I don't remember what we
14: talked about. She but said, I, "Make sure you don't scare Debbie." Right.
6: I was behind you uh, thirty seconds, and I was coming down the driveway, and I just heard, "Oh shit!" I and was... like and like trash <laughs> flying up in the air. I was like, "I don't," I didn't know what the fuck happened. And was, and she was like holding her heart, like screaming, "What the fuck is wrong with you? What's wrong with you?" I was like, "I
14: thought you were somebody else. Who would you do this to?" Like, it was like <laughs> then Adam rounds the corner. Him? <laughs> yeah, I do it to him. Oh, that's... Uh, she was livid. I don't think she talked to me for about a week. Yeah, you scared the fuck out of her. She was, I apologize, Debbie.
6: All right, somebody... Uh... Wait, wait, wait. Hmm. Finish
14: up with the um, sad sack. That she was it. Get...
6: I sat at a diner, and I kept looking at my watch, and then at midnight, I went and picked them up. And they were there on time? Yeah, I, had a, I was trying to... I you know, maybe I circled the block twice, but I, we figured it out. They were like out front on you know Buena Park Drive and whatever road, and uh, picked them up at midnight. What about
14: when you dropped off the other kid? And the mom gave you any? Nah,
6: I didn't get out of the car. All right, <laughs> so I fucking walk out asshole, to his front door. <laughs> hey, Andy. Hey, what's up, Ray?
5: What's going on? Uh, I'm I'm thrilled, Ray's here to hear this one. Yeah. Um, this is circa junior high school, I was probably in the eighth grade, and I'm out with my buddies. It's probably the last year when you can actually trick-or-treat as a kid,
6: mm-hmm. and we
5: are in full, full jarb, <laughs> Yeah, and uh, we had eaten far, far too much candy along the way, and we're a few miles from home, and I just get violently, violently ill, and I can feel it. It's coming. Mm-hmm. And we get to this house, and the lights are out, and they had left out one of those big baskets just full of candy for people to... The little sign says, please take one. Right. And I, this was my chance, and so I dropped trial in uh, the best sense and mm. derobe and just let it out. All I took all the candy first, put it in my pillowcase, uh-huh. and just violently defecate in this bowl, which they had so kindly put out.
7: The wow! Children. And
5: of course, of course, I can't wipe with anything, and I'm not going to get my costume all dirty. So I used my you socks the and underwear American to wipe flag, and <laughs> then just left them there. Oh, the bowl.
6: that's why I went a DNA data bank yeah. on everybody. There you go.
5: You know, I drive by the house probably a few times a year, and mm. I just feel so, so guilty. Leave anything?
6: a note. Leave a note of apology. Leave a note Andy. and put 20 bucks. Leave it on $20.
14: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Or defecate on $20 and leave that. Right? do you ever <laughs> think about apologizing to all the people you should apologize to? I, I actually thought about taking an ad out in the Times. <laughs> I really did. I've thought about that. But I did go to, remember Dutton's Bookstore? Yeah. I went back to Dutton's Bookstore where I had stolen pumping iron. The book? Yes. Mm -hmm. I had stolen that as a child and went back there in my 30s and went to the cashier, found pumping iron, found out the price, went to the cashier, gave them money. Really? Yes. And it's not there anymore, Dutton's? No. It was family-owned. But before they had closed, yeah, I, I I made peace with that. And I have to do that about couple thousand more times other people and i'll be good i'll be i'll be i'll be yeah, set
6: yeah i can dig it hey good story andy i like a good shit story no oh, i guess you fell off but uh either way those Figitively. people will never put gandy out ever again <laughs> no i mean how do you do you that crushed whatever glimmer of life they had uh, uh toward humanity was completely extinguished when you shit that basket
14: oh that yeah not me
6: i had a i had a I don't know why, but it reminded me of this. I I was once working with a guy named Mike who some bum wanted like five bucks or it was one of those big bum asks, you know, like 10 bucks. Although I had a bum ask me. I was I was in a shirt. (laughs) I was in Vancouver. I was in Vancouver the other week and the bum guy came up to me and he was like, hey, man, can I have five bucks? And I said, five bucks. And he said, "Uh, yeah. And I said. I thought the deal was you'd get a buck. And he's like, "Nah, the cheapest meal here is five bucks, and I want to I eat. I said, well, here's how you're supposed to do it. You're supposed to get a buck times five. So you get five other schmucks to give you a buck, and then you get your meal. And he was like, hey, man, I'm new at this. <laughs> give me a 20. He was wearing a Motorhead T-shirt, and I said, uh, you like Motorhead? He's like, yeah. I'm like, you ever been to any of those Motorhead concerts? He's like, yeah, I go all the time. And I was like, "I, uh, I don't need to be giving you money if you're going to Motorhead. If you're going to any kind of concerts, you're not that homeless. Did he get indignant? Did he get weird on you? No, I gave him a buck. I gave him a buck, and he was like, wow, Whatever. And, uh, yeah, and then I was like, well, fuck that. And he was like, all right, no, sorry, sir, thank you, God bless you. Like he, he, you know, like I said, he was a new bum. He was a freshly minted bum. There's a
14: blind one also that I deal with recently, blind mm-hmm. one on Vine. How the hell does he know you're there, though? And hits you up every time, mm-hmm. and he's blind. Right. I'm blind. Hey, uh, Jim over here, buddy was kid- hey. kidnapped on Halloween? Yeah,
12: my buddy was kidnapped. First of all, Ace Man, I woke up this morning thinking... I might not have to get it on this morning,
6: mm. but, oh, no. You were wrong. That's God right. Get it on. You were sadly mistaken. Yeah. So how was your buddy kidnapped, and how do he escape?
12: Uh, we were at a costume party, you know, partying our asses off. We in high school. And he, another buddy of ours, got super wasted. So my buddy, Mike, had to take him home. Mm-hmm. So Mike takes him home, walks him up to the house, Um. Three guys come up behind them, and as he's going into the house, the dad answers the door, and they kind of help, you know, the, the, the drunk guy into the house. And they're like, they, the, the three guys are pretending like they're helping him. Mm-hmm. And uh, so my buddy and the dad take him upstairs. These guys uh, rifle through the foyer closet and stuff and just put stuff, up, and then they leave. Mm-hmm. So they didn't do anything there, but they're waiting outside for my buddy. So when he comes back out of the house, says goodnight to the parents, comes back out of the house, they're there. They got guns. They pull guns on them. They're like, "Which one's your car?" They take him to his car, get him in the car, drive him around all night. They're punching him from the from the front seat, from the back seat. Their his ears are bleeding. His nose is bleeding. He's got two black eyes. They took his diamond earrings, took the jean jacket, took all the cash off of him, made him drive to the liquor store. Hold on a second.
6: Him. What was he dressed as?
12: Because um,
6: what? Yeah, you, diamond earrings. Uh, what's he wearing the diamond earrings and the jean jacket for? It was the eighties. Oh, but you still need an outfit, right? You can't go yeah. as a pirate well, with a denim jacket. I
12: forget what he was originally dressed up, but the guy he chopped off was a dead-on Clint Eastwood. He had the poncho and the hat and the cigar, and he looked right good. He yeah, had to good. Wait for good to be dropped off.
6: Good, good, bad, and the ugly. So, like, they're yeah. gonna drive him around and go to his ATM and that kind of stuff.
12: All of the places. We were on the north side of Chicago. Drove all the way down to the south side. Drove all the way to the west side. Yeah, made him get more money. Spent all his money, and then they were like, "Okay, now we need." At the end of the night, they're like, "You've got to get us a girl." And he's like, "I don't have any more money." And they're like, "Well, then you're going to be our girl." How, the the f- one-
6: How are they supposed to work? How's he going to get us a girl? Why?
9: Wow. We well, got to pay a lot for of it. demands.
6: Yeah. Well, so what happened?
9: And these
12: guys had just got out of the joint. Mm-hmm. So they made him drive to this underground parking garage, and the one guy pulled his dick out and was like, suck this. And the guy was like, nope. And so the guy just kept punching him in the face.
5: And, he was, and then they're
12: like, throw his ass in the back seat. So they're trying to push him between the seats.
7: Mm-hmm. And to get him
12: in the back seat, and he's like, I'll go around. I can't fit. So he opens the door, and he just booked it down the block. He ran about three blocks. And he runs into a 7 And, I mean, imagine you're working at Seven Eleven. It's, you know, 3 in the morning. It's dead quiet. Kid comes running, in. he's got blood coming from every hole in his head, and he just points to you and says, call the police now. Runs into the back room and hides under the desk.
6: Wow. And so what happened? Did they ever catch these guys?
12: Yeah, because they went back to the house, and the guys had their car there. Oh. Went back to the house, sat there with the cops, until these assholes meandered up to their car at
7: 7 in the morning and said, you guys are coming with
12: us. Two of them had just gotten out of jail the day before.
6: Jesus Christ! See, system doesn't work. Revolving door. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
14: but wait a minute—they—they they pulled all these shenanigans and left their. car. I mean, how stupid do you have to really? I, I think.
6: Yeah. I think a lot of guys who get out of prison want to go back to prison.
14: Right. It's just like a day pass. Yeah, I, I really ah. do. All how right. is you, How's your buddy doing? Is he all right? What's
12: that? Yeah, he's fine. He he saved us. Like his, dad, we heard about it. We were just like stewing and pissed, and we were like. My buddy's dad had some N-16s from Vietnam. We we're like, we're going to get these fuckers. And then when we saw our buddy, he, like, came out and, like, raised his hands with his two black guys. It was just being a goofball. So he alleviated our pain
6: mm-hmm. because
12: he was just, he shook it off.
6: Mm-hmm. And now uh, you're doing fine, Jim, and your buddy's doing fine.
12: Yeah, my buddy's got a horrible wife, but I'm uh, sure. that, he's good.
6: I was going to ask if you two are married. Yeah. All right, let's see. Two more questions here, Ray. Let's see. Brendan from Florida. Brendan?
10: Yeah, Ace Man.
6: What's going on?
10: Nothing much.
6: Tell us your horrible Uh, Halloween story, please.
10: Oh, man, I don't know about horrible. It's kind of fun. Mm -hmm. uh, It was like my junior year of college. I was at uh, University of Mm Wisconsin-Madison. And, I don't know, my buddy and I, we just decided, like, we just eat you know, each ate, uh, like, about an eighth the mushrooms. Cause we mm-hmm. figured that'd be kind of fun. Yeah. And, uh, it was kind of stupid because it was our junior year and, like, the previous two Halloweens had ended in riots.
7: Mm-hmm.
10: So, I don't know. We just kind of figured out maybe we'd get lucky it wouldn't happen again. But, uh, you know, we're pretty much tripping face and, uh, get kind it. of in the middle of all the, you know, the blue, whatever you want to call it, yeah. on uh, State Street there.
6: Mushrooms, it's uh, a good Halloween. Drug, you
10: know what I mean? i never been. Yeah, it was. It was kind of a. There's a lot
6: going on of, visually.
10: Yeah, it was mm-hmm. pretty cool looking. Mm-hmm. Not gonna lie. Right. Uh, didn't really, you know, mix well with tear gas, but uh, <laughs> you know, aside from that, it was it was pretty fun. Um, but pretty much, it, it kind of came to a head when it was just hitting us really hard, and uh, the riot cops were working their way slowly up the street and Mason hippies in the face and all that kind of fun shit. And uh, we just kind of ducked into a back alley to just smoke a joint and try and come down a little bit. Sure.
6: It's always and, nice that uh, work. another drug. <laughs>
10: yeah, and like half the uh, half the cast of the Forget Mario the uh, video games just kind of walked into the alley at that point. And we, <laughs> we just kind of had to like look at each other to kind of verify that we were actually you know famous
6: yeah when you're right. high on mushrooms, lots of weird shit happens, or maybe you just notice weird shit happening, but I feel like more weird shit happens when you're high on mushrooms
10: Oh absolutely yeah, but I mean that's part of the reason you got to do it with someone else because you know if you're just doing it by yourself hey it's
7: sad yeah. and b. yeah
10: uh, you don't really know if stuff's really happening or if you're just seeing it no but, it's almost as um,
6: almost as, sad as going to see Get Shorty alone in Buena Park.
14: Yeah, oh I, man, got, I, don't got, I got I no. got dosed one time there, there. In, in Hawaii. Hold on, you, someone hit you with much? Oh no, oh. I got dosed on. I've never I've never been a hallucinogen guy ever. You know right. that's not my thing. I mean, no. or wasn't my thing. And um, I got dosed with acid, and I was in Hawaii, and I could have swore my whole thing was, you know what? The street lights are different here. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'd say. I was, no no no. Look, they trail here. Somebody put acid you know, in
6: your beer or something, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, one of our friends. Yeah. Yeah.
14: Yeah. Well, we yeah. want to see what it was like uh, when you were enough. high. Fair enough. I had a great time. Yeah, see? I actually did. It was fantastic. And did somebody
6: tell you at some point? No,
14: day, next day. Oh, they waited the whole The next night. day, yeah. They well. waited until the next day. Ray, you all right? Yeah, why? What's up? Okay. You know, told me. And this is a guy who was suspect in our lives. You know, I let it go. Mm-hmm. I had such a great time. Yeah. I did your favor. The streetlights in Hawaii are different. Hey, Spencer?
6: Yep, I'm here. What's going on, Spencer? How's
2: it going, Eastman? Good at all.
6: Doing good, my brother. I got to tell you, Spencer, if you like the show and you want to support the show and you're buying your Halloween costume off Amazon, maybe it's a little late <laughs> for next year. <laughs> no. Hey, I use Amazon all the time <laughs> and
2: I click through the website. I love
6: that. Christmas gifts. Whatever you're getting on Amazon. Not with you. You just go to uh, go to com and click on the banner, go right there. it. doesn't take any time, and you give us a little love. So uh, what were you saying, Spencer?
2: I actually, I went to Towson University, an ace man favorite of yours. And it was Halloween. I was junior year. I would say it was about 2005. What university? Towson in Maryland. You oh, okay. had commented about a female comedian who went there, and you yes. said it was a great school because no one will ask you about it.
6: Right. That was you. Okay, so you went there. And in 85, what happened?
2: 2005.
6: Mm. We were thinking 85. We were thinking 85, right? 2005.
2: So, huge brawl across the uh, complex from mine. Literally about 30, 40 people brawling in the apartment. You can see the strobe light. You see everyone in there. All of a sudden, you hear hear some glass chinking. All of a sudden, five bodies go through a sliding glass door. Wow. I've never seen so much blood in my life. It was absolutely insane.
6: You know. There is was this it thing. real blood
14: mixed with fake blood, though? Oh no,
2: it was all real blood.
6: There's uh. this thing about Halloween. Like we always talk about the you know chick side of it, where they dress like the French maids or the Playboy bunnies or something, and they get all sexy. There's a thing where dudes dress like Conan the Barbarian, or uh-uh. they dress like a Viking, <laughs> or they dress like uh, they dress like an Indian or something. And before you know it, oh, they get kinda, all yeah, yeah. they get all uppity too. So there's much more dude fighting. Than there is on non uh, you know other holidays like Yom Kippur, <laughs> doesn't hold a candle, a Sabbath candle to like Halloween because you got a bunch of dudes and they're like their shirts are yeah off, they're ready and they're 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 dressed like American gladiators and the next thing you know they're drunk and the next thing you know they are there that dude and yeah, then they, they're they, getting into it with live other their dudes yeah, it's a real dude it's a real testosterone thing so. uh you're in. What were you dressed as, Spencer?
2: I was really Medic. lazy. I was a burglar, so I was wearing all black and a hood.
6: Mm hmm. And so, a, sort of a cop out outfit. Oh, uh, yeah,
2: absolutely. Did the
6: cops show up? Did an ambulance show
2: up? Cops showed up. Everyone was gone already. Yeah. Difficult. Yeah. I've
6: seen guys get thrown through plate uh, glass windows. Never oh, a good yeah, I, time.
2: It was about, you know, it was 2005. I'll still remember like it was yesterday. It was. Yeah, insane.
6: I got news for you. 2005 was yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Spencer. Hey, remember our buddy Chris had a bottle broken over his head for yeah. no, for no reason? Yeah, in the park. No, no. Oh, maybe in the park. The I think bo- he was just I think sitting y- didn't in. Didn't
14: you, too, have a bottle broken on you? No, on well, I had
6: a bottle broken ricochet. on me. No, no, I had a thrown and broken on me. No, no, he was sitting at, uh, like, Deanie's apartment, and one dude just grabbed his arms and held it behind yeah, his head yeah, you know, yeah. and just broke a bottle over his And head.
14: then the dude that was with the dude who broke the bottle was at the bar the next day, and the dude was like 6'5", 260, <laughs> and Ace walked up to him and told him, listen, I got a problem with you. And the guy was like, yeah, what's your problem? And, hey, you did something wrong to my buddy, and I'm not digging it. And the guy stood up, and he was huge, and Adam just Adam uh. stared him down. Adam was like, listen, he was, I'll take you outside and I'll beat the shit out of you. And the dude backed, he backed down. Yeah, he was, I was he, watching Adam going like, oh my fuck. He was yeah, big, gonna, cowboy big. Cow, yeah, he was. He was big. And he was scared. He was sitting at the table. Scared, yeah, but then when he stood up. It was
7: out of he a was movie. Beheming.
6: It was like It was like, Ray was like, that's a dude who busted the beer bottle over Chris's head. Never got a straight answer. No. I was just talking to Chris our other buddy and he's like i am sitting around my girlfriend's apartment. It's like what happened? Ah, oh, there's these two dudes and they're hanging out too. Yeah. And then what happened? And one dude just came up behind me while I was sitting at a, on a chair, like like at a at a table and, and just saw, grabbed, the other just guy grabbed me, grabbed me like like a bear hug real quick. And what did the other guy do? <laughs> just picked up a bottle. It's like a wine bottle or something. He just busted it over just busted over his head. And i was like what you why? And he's like I don't know. And like, what, what was going on? Were you guys fighting or something? No, these guys used to date your girlfriend or something like there's something like that? Hmm. No, I don't know who these guys were. Yeah, and it was really like, weird, really who the bizarre. Who are these guys? Why they bust a beer bottle over the top of your head? Or I think it was like a wine bottle. And then uh, like two days later, we're at a bar, unfortunately. Yeah. And Ray's like, that's a dude who busted the beer bottle over Chris's head. And I was like, oh, yeah? I'm going to go straighten that dude out. And I walked up to his table. I was like, hey, man, I got a problem with you, man, because I got a good friend, and I heard you busted a bottle over his head. So I'd take you outside and kick your ass, buddy. You're like, and, what
14: kind of dick move is that?
6: And the guy, like, stands up. He's on things where, like, chair slides out, and he stands up, and he's, like, four and a half inches taller than me, and he's, like, 235. Yeah. But he's not fat, and he's like, yeah, okay, let's do it. And I was
14: like, oh, Fuck. No, no, no. He wasn't like, yeah, okay, he stood up, and he was, he, he had a little. Well, he stood up. He stood up, but then you you he stared the him. the table. Listen, you stared him down, and you let him, like, know that you weren't even kidding around. That's when the guy, uh, you got to the guy. You could see it in his face. He turned. You know, he, like, knew that he was going to have to really fight, and he's probably going to lose. I you
6: know, don't know. I, I gave him a little of the, listen, I don't want to have to kick your ass, but I'm still going to have to. Kick your ass because of what, what you've done, you know, because I, you know, have to do it. I, by, I was checking law.
14: out. I was in admiration. It was a good, oh, good big like balls on was, that
6: move. Chris
14: have told little me the guy dick, was big fucking, balls. Told me the guy was huge. Oh, yeah. You forgot that part. No, the guy who hit him with the bottle was little. The big guy held him. Oh. <laughs>
6: well, the perpetrator was small. Next time you talk to Chris, let's find out what happened.
7: I, I, know I could what have happened.
6: fucking gotten brain damage. I know out the, the dude's name with that dude. Oh, okay. All right. Well, tell me off the air because I, I mean I'm sure it was more than I don't know why hit me the bottle of it. I head. think
14: the little dude who hit him with the bottle wanted to be with his girl and was with his girl prior. Oh, kind of thing. All right. Yeah, well, good times. I don't know if those guys
6: are like cowboys that blew into town or something. Yeah, but it was the was '80s.
14: Everybody wore cowboy boots. It was retarded.
6: <sighs> All right. Shall we take
14: a little extended break? They never break? fit
6: me. Yeah, race feet are too long or too wide or too something. Yeah. All right. Hey, Geico, do you own? Do you rent? Well, you do one or the other, right? You know, it's hard work out there. Owning, renting. You want to save some money? How about you bundle? Bundle your policies at GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle the homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you got so much to do already. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, see just how much you could save at GEICO. That is GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com.